I think it's recording. Whatever. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, we'll do it live. Warren S. Peter making a meme satellite. Currently, what day is today? The 20th? March 20th, 2020. Day 30th, Panda Watch, a.k.a. Coronavirus. Uh, as of yesterday, California went on lockdown. I think New York State went on lockdown this morning. And you're in Atlanta. And rumor has it that the big dick of the federal government hammer is coming down there. Um, oh, yeah. In positive, news, in positive news, apparently um, ZPAC, the antibiotic, when mixed with uh, chloroquinin, which is like a really old generic, like patents run out, um, malaria medication. If you've ever played a Far Cry, he always has to take, or what, he always has to take chloroquinin. I'm butchering that name. I know I am, but fuck it. It stands. That's the anti-malaria medication. Apparently, when Z-Pack combined with chloroquinin, apparently it has close to like a hundred percent success rate at destroying coronavirus. So that's interesting. Yeah. So right now, Trump and I like I always say this every episode. I try to keep politics out of this, and when I do, I try to stay as neutral as possible. So regardless if anyone likes him or dislikes him, I don't give a fuck. Apparently, he's trying to fast track. Um trials of combining the two and that's good yeah so i mean i'm just there's such an abundance of like negativity around it like yeah it's it's a bad situation and like i'm not denying that i'm not sticking my head in the sand and being like it's okay it's okay but i figure i don't think circle jerking each other to how bad this all is is going to make anything better so i'm just trying to look at the silver lining and i'm like okay i'm like all right trials of medication said that hey already exist they're both old medications we have decades of data on them. It's not like we got to run trials on them and, you know, we all take it in 10 years. We're like, oh, there's a side effect. These are old as fuck drugs. Um, the the manufacturing lines are already in place. So right now I think yeah. he, he, or I guess his corona, coronavirus response team, um, they got, or they're talking, I'm butchering this all of this. Bad. Yeah, yeah, but I know I know it's rooted in fact. I just don't know the the specific names. I know they're getting uh, some big pharmaceutical corporations to donate their entire supplies to hospitals. So that's kind of oh, wow. cool. Yeah, and apparently they're gonna just they're gonna start taking the because all the infrastructure is in place to produce drugs. Except instead of producing like uh, like methadone and Adderall like we normally do, <laughs> I think they're just gonna start putting into production this shit that could help uh, tackle coronavirus. So I'm just trying to look. At, I mean. Good. Is it going to work? Who knows? It could in ten days or five days. We could very well be be like, well, that didn't work. But I don't know. I just there's such an abundance of like end of the world information. I'm just I'm trying to just find some because it doesn't. We're all no, quarantined. It doesn't help to sit here and be like it's fucked and it's we're all fucked. It doesn't do anyone any good. You know, it doesn't do anyone <laughs> any good. So like, I don't know. Try to find the silver lining. Like, you know. We got through 9-11, we got through Pearl, we got through the fucking Cuban Missile Crisis, and then once we got through that, a year later, that same president had his head blown off. Like, we've got through that. Like, you know? Like... I, I wasn't around for that one, but... Neither, neither was I, but I was, I, was, I was listening to a book yesterday on, like, the Cold War, and I was just thinking, like, we got through the Cuban Missile Crisis, where we were, I mean, that fucking close to just, you know, literally... There are quotes that are now declassified quotes from like Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara, where he's like standing on the porch and he's like, "Well, this might be the last Saturday that humanity ever has." Like it was that serious. Like starting yeah, to like no, you know no, kiss I'm... your wives goodbye, tell them how much that you appreciate having them in your lives. You know, 
they were bringing priests to the bunkers because they were like, we're going to need some spiritual help because we're, we're like, we're going back to the Stone Age. We were that sure it was going to be over. And then we got through it. And then less than a year la- or a year and a month later, the president was assassinated. And we still managed to get through it without nuclear war. So terrible things. And I'm not trying to be like gatekeeping with it. I'm just trying to look at like the positive side. Like we got through that. We fucking we got through 9/11, where two airliners full of fuel crashed into the World Trade Center. Like, they released cats. Cats hit theaters, and we're all still exactly, exactly. Alive. I mean, but we don't, you know, causation correlation. We still don't know. Maybe that caused coronavirus. So let's let's not uh let's Absolutely. not. Have you heard of um? Have you heard of the? When you said they released cats or something, I was thinking like they opened all of like the, oh, no, the pounds, just like the animal are everywhere. The, no, animal just no, like... the movie, the movie cats. Yeah, that's the, well, that's brutal. I, I don't know. That was far There's worse than the Cuban Missile. This crisis. cut, you know how like when they were doing the trailers for Sonic, how Sonic had teeth and two eyes versus like the one big thing, and Fuck people it. were just losing it. They're like, "What is this?" Fuck this. There was an initial cut of cats. And this is just all information from Reddit post titles. I read nothing. Yes. But yeah, we don't fact check on Tommy's podcast. It's just pure. <laughs> not fact. We just, you float the idea. It's fact. <laughs> there is a cut of cats, according to Reddit, that um, they had CGI buttholes on all the cats. Well, that's why would they do that? And then they went back and were like, maybe we shouldn't release it with this. And it's still tanked. And now there's like a change.org petition to get them to release the cut with the hundreds of cats, the CGI cats, with cat buttholes. buttholes. They're all CGI cats. What yeah. if they did a cut of cats where it was just everyone in these like green gimp suits with the ping pong balls all over them? And but but just but cut out where their butt is and just buttholes. Yeah, just their butt cheeks hanging out. <laughs> Have you, ever no, seen, no. have you ever seen the Sonic with his butt cheeks hanging out? Have you ever seen that YouTube clip? Well, that was wait, that's a YouTube clip. It's this. I it's say, this. Sounds like my fucking Halloween. It, it's this. It's a, sounds like a Saturday night after I'm taking some ketamine. No, there's this. There's this kid on YouTube. I don't think he's an actual kid, so just I don't think it's like underage. But he, he he has this Sonic uniform, but he cut out the butt, so his butt cheeks hang out. And he has a whole channel where he's just like running around in public with his butt yeah. cheeks. Wait, I'm pulling this. Up. <laughs> I'm pulling this up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Sonic with his butt cheeks hanging out. Yeah. He calls it butt cheek Sonic. Yeah. It's no, it's, I mean, hey, it's, he just, there's no false advertising. It's, he, he's telling you what you get. It is butt cheek Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The original right. was like him putting it on and like, like running into his like mom's living room and he like, nails his shins on a coffee table and goes flying over and it's like 10 seconds long and she's like what the fuck but just the beginning is so great he's like i'm so fast i'm so fast people don't even know how fast i am and he gets up and the entire time he's like kneeling down and tying his shoes so you can't see anything but just like him his knees and his face and just like yeah, okay and whatever turns. and then he turns and runs and you're just like oh there's his ass <laughs> just nails i'm watching all these right now and every it starts and it's don't us underestimate my fastness. Yeah, you don't even want to underestimate, underestimate. I shouldn't have to explain this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always don't underestimate my fastness. I think the first one was <laughs> candid, and then he started just making them on purpose. I think the first one yeah, is like got like, like three and a half million views. Oh, dude, it's not like yeah. 
It's um, I like how the mom doesn't care about how his unbelievably fast son is showing his plump booty. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't even want to underestimate how fast he is. Never. <laughs> Sonic goes real fast. Yeah. There's actually, there's an indie movie, it's like a short film, where this kid is in the UK or Scotland, is dressed up as Sonic, and he's running around just rolling, and then he walks into some old guy's house, and he's hung himself from NES controller cords. <laughs> and he's dressed like Dr. Eggman, and he has a bunch of Sonic paraphernalia, and I have no clue how they cast a child for that but <laughs> some parent was like yeah this would be kind of cool what the fuck it's just <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's really artistic it's pretty good i, I like I it forget yeah, what the, i'm down with the it. main like message is something about dude fu- fuck all the depression. remakes and fuck all the superhero movies let's start having dark movies dude i want dirty the way but I always forget this because when I have on guests a second time, like I now know them, but I realize that there might not. Did I already introduce? Did your name's Warren? Yeah, yeah. You make satellites. Me, yeah. yeah, go Dude, back and watch the other episode. Satellite. Yeah, go wait. Back. Let me plug this real quick. We are beaming down memes from space aboard a tiny satellite. CubeSat. CubeSat. Submit all of your memes. It's free to submit your memes. You can go to memesat.com or let's go to space.com submit memes for free or email me at meme satellite at gmail.com i'll and put i'll put all that put all your memes in space and beam them down on amateur radio so anyone can see it we'll have an app we'll be posting the memes to our website to our subreddit on reddit to meme sat and so if you like memes and you just think it's funny that we're destroying space as a domain <laughs> filling it with internet garbage then fuck please yeah. please fuck. submit some fuck yeah it's yeah i'll put all i can pin all of that in the oh, okay awesome uh, i can shoot you a text yeah i just turned on some of these fans let me know if it's too loud it should be quiet no, all I right like any audio yeah. change um yeah i'll put all i'll put all that in the comments uh, or pin the comment um yeah I've had on guests before, and we'll be talking for like 20 minutes. I'll be like, anyone who's listening has no idea who the fuck this is. <laughs> like, this is a guy this chatting with This is Warren. Who is this guy? Who's this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, do you know Duncan Trussell, the comedian? He's, no, I don't. He's always on Rogan. He's like my favorite. He was on like the original Rogan. He, he just came back on. He's, a, he's just like the weirdest. I love him. He's my favorite. He is just he nothing he he does not live in this reality. He just happens to be like interacting with us here. I saw him in Atlanta in 2015. He's fucking awesome. I got a picture of him. Oh really? Yeah. Transcended planes. Yeah. Dude. But uh, remember he had an idea years ago, and he was like he wanted to start a company that produced uh, stickers that with adhesive that didn't irritate like the skin, and he wanted to create cat butthole stickers, <laughs> just so you don't have to look at the cat's butthole. You should put stickers on them. That's all. That's the end of that. I don't have anything else. All right. So, uh, next topic. I have nothing to contribute to that one, I'll be honest. Next topic. (laughs) Ding. All right. Speed dating. Um, (laughs) 2020, I bet we'll have flying cars. 2020 is here. All right. Well, we're all quarantined from a virus from some dude eating a bat. But submit your memes here because we're going to beam over the space. Speaking of terrible things, cat butthole stickers. Soon cat butthole. <laughs> that's what read that dude. That's what brings the economy back from the brink. For charity. <laughs> For charity. Cat butthole stickers. 
for charity. Today was a pretty monumental day. Oh, yeah? I, sub- I've been sitting down, cooped up, and I, I went and I got a used electric guitar. And I'm like, I just want to rock. And the guy at Guitar Center was like, oh, it's going to be like $300 to rock. I'm like, my rocking budget is not that high. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, um, I went home and I sub- submitted our tax forms to become a charity because I, you can't have a clouded conscience when you want to rock. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you can't. You gotta clear your plate. So in the next thirty to sixty days, we should become a charity, which means five hundred one three. Any money you give me is tax deductible on your returns. Fuck yeah. Which, if you ask me, that's hilarious. That's horrible. You could run up a five k for breast cancer, or you could send me to space and yeah. give me ten bucks, and it would be like. The government looks at it identically in terms of well, spending. They're like, oh, yeah, charity? Hey, charity's charity, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, charity's a charity. And so I did that, and now I'm just... Fuck yeah, dude. Just rocking. I'm learning uh, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Fuck yeah. Iron Man, all the easy originals. I'm taking my malaria drugs. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got. <laughs> um, yeah, I dude. like taking vitamins until yeah. I can't see out of my left eye. That's how I always do it. That's how I've been spending my quarantine. I see how many aspirin I can take before I start losing vision. <laughs> Panda Watch 2020. <laughs> Panda Watch Day 30. Dude, day 30, Panda. Yeah, man. It's uh. But dude, I, a lot of those charities are fucking corrupt as shit. Like, isn't like Susan oh, G. Komen God. like corrupt as fuck? So what's so might as well send me into space? Like, is that yeah. you? You have all these charities, and because of the paper trail, you need to leave to legally be a charity. You have to post a ton of your stuff online so that you're transparent. The government publishes all your like wages and spendings internally. It's kind of like if you have a state employee mm-hmm. or a national employee, you can look up how much they're making. Um, for transparency and there I mean even local to Atlanta there are charities for homelessness where the the president is taking home 750k a year and you're like bro you running like a for a while I was like am I allowed to get paid in a non-profit and everyone's like yeah and I'm like really that sounds crazy isn't yeah, the point that, to like give other people yeah, that the sounds, stuff that sounds fucky yeah but like and then I'm like, oh, you know, it makes sense if you're working full time for the nonprofit. Yeah, like, you have it to, makes sense you can have a wage. You have to. And live. then you're like, Susan G. Komen, board of directors, like I think two or three of them taking home millions. Yeah. So next time you're running a 5K and you're not distracted by how much running sucks, just remember. Just you, remember that none of that money is going to people. Who just need remember, it. you're paying for you're paying for some board of directors' new S class. Like, yeah, no, I just that's wild. Dude, that's, and what's like, that's what I did with my charity. Right after my my brother died, I started a charity, a five hundred one three C, and I just mm-hmm. I raised like fifteen thousand dollars in two years. And I was going to donate to the National Institutes of Mental Health or National Institutes of Health, and they had a mental health uh, part. But yeah, I was trying to find all. I was like, what percentage goes to research? What and I was like, everything they do is contracted out to like Pfizer and Glaxo. I was like, am I just dumping all of this into like some CEO's bonus? And so I ended up yeah. just going around to all the homeless shelters in Athens 
and just buying like thousand dollars thousands of dollars of like costco sh- like literally i mean dude like like 30 plus like s- trips in my civic full of like ramen noodles toilet paper uh socks shit that they said they really needed and they're like these are the like homeless people come here every day and like you know they're going for job interviews and they can get like okay they can borrow like a polo or something I was just like, you know what? This is going to do more help for people's mental health because mental health isn't just like a chemical imbalance. Mental health can also be you don't have a fucking job and so your wife left you. Like that affects your mental health. So a lot of these homeless people, and as you know, in Athens, Georgia, it's a massive population of homeless. A lot of them are mentally ill and it's not just that they need medical attention. It's also just like mentally because it's like their life is fucked. So that's what I did with the money I made from that. I went and there's like walk-in like clinics there donated to them because i was like fuck i'm not giving this shit to pfizer and GlaxoSmithKline." Yeah. i was like so i went yeah. and gave it and people were like why did you do that i'm like i guarantee that did more for people there were people that came in the uh, my ex-girlfriend now the girl i was dating at the time we would go in there and we'd bring you know we'd go to like we'd go to like goodwill or like plato's closet and we'd buy all the cheap like polos and shit and we'd bring them in there and we'd go in like a month later and they'd be like oh yeah no like like you know whatever this like regular here went to like do a job interview and he was able to wear like an oxford or something and like he got the job granted it's a minimum wage job i don't know how the fuck he's doing now i have no idea but to me i'm like that probably did more for people's mental health than because like if he gets a job that you know like i said it's not always that you need zoloft or a prescription mental health could be like oh i got i have money again i can pay for rent so yeah, it that, takes the weight off. Yeah. It's more than just... So I was like, fu- I was like, fu- I was like, because I was looking at shit like Susan G. Komen and stuff, and I was like, how do they do it? And I was just like, or I was a wounded warrior, and I was like, there are people profiting off that, and I was like, I don't want all this money that I've like made, like, off of like my brother's passing to like, literally like of the 15,000, like 70 bucks go to like buying some pipettes for some lab. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to do something that matters. So yeah yeah that's Um, good that's super good of you yeah that's something i'm realizing now too right it's just i mean it started off with just meme sat and then we're like oh we can make this educational outreach like i mentioned last time and i've been talking to just a ton of teachers tons of teachers it's hard now because everyone's pretty distracted with how they're going to be doing things with the whole global pandemic thing (laughs) That little yeah just this that, little thing that that's kind of just asterisk. so annoying but <laughs> i hope in the future we're looking back at this episode and be like do you remember coronavirus yeah i hope that's I mean, all it is hopefully sorry and, i interrupted you sorry talking to all these no, teachers no, yeah. dude, no worries but i i have a buddy who's a teacher in athens and for people who aren't from georgia or maybe don't know about athens clark county it's a pretty poor uh, a county used to be one of the poorest in Georgia and it has a university there so that has like a lot of wealth that's bringing into the environment but mm. all the high schools I think Cedar Shoals and Athens Clark County um, or Clark Central High School they're both title one schools mm-hmm. people who don't know what that means it means that they are performing the worst in the state on standardized tests and so the students um, typically come from a pretty like economically challenged background mm-hmm. or uh there aren't a lot of parents around and i'm i talked to some of the teachers there and it's really it, it would be so stressful to be a teacher man like these people are so underpaid because you have kids where everyone in their family is dead and so there's this 16 year old and it's going to be hard to 
get them to focus on anything because they're working a job. They're an adult. You can't talk to them like a kid. You need to respect them and they need to show that respect to you because no one's telling them what to do. You can't call home and say, Hey, your kid was making trouble. And then on the other end of that, there are kids who, who aren't able to go to like half their classes. I know, um, I don't know their name or anything and I I wouldn't say that, but, uh, kids who are literally homeless and to get shelter in the local Salvation Army or shelter, they need to get there by 4 p.m. To get there by 4 p.m., they need to take a chain of buses to get there that aren't from the school. And so they need to leave school before the end of school. And these are homeless kids, right? These are, you're trying to get mad at them and teach them about physical science, right? Yeah. And these kids literally, they don't have the capacity to do it because they're like, where am I going to be sleeping tonight? Am I going to be safe? Am I going to be warm? And it's just crazy. It's That's it's absolutely insane. crazy. And then there's, there's nonprofits that attack that, right? Like I'm not combating homelessness, but I'm doing more accessible learning online and just interactive learning. Uh, but... It's, it, I don't know. It kind of sickens me that there's this whole culture of business and nonprofit where they're like, yes, we're here to help people. And yeah. they really con you into believing them. And there are things in place that the government does, like audit and do all these crazy IRS checks where they shouldn't be able to take home a $1 million paycheck, no matter who they are, right? Like, that's not me being a crazy socialist. Like, yeah. that's yeah, just, no, it's, it's absurd. Any charity is like, it's, you know, I, I think. And obviously, I mean, I have no business or economic education. So, again, speaking completely out of my ass, um, asterisk. But, you know, I think if someone was doing a million dollars worth of work, like let's say you had Elon Musk leave SpaceX and Tesla and go, I'm going to fucking run Susan G. Komen. And yeah. you have this guy, this CEO who, who, who is worth his, his salary. And he comes in, he goes, and and he starts doing fucking charitable work, and gets like, just gets this, just turns into a fine, like a finely oiled machine, and it's running, mm-hmm. and it's like, but for him to keep doing it, you got to pay him a million year, a million a year, uh, or else yeah. he's gonna go back to SpaceX where he can make a billion a year. I get that, because it's like here's yeah, this dude, actually, here's this dude who's worth it. But how do you how do you define that? How do you define that though? That's a, but the thing is yeah. like that's such like a. A unique hypothetical case which i'm sure has never happened that chances are if someone well, is like leaving their paying job to go do that they're probably not even looking for the million it's probably like whatever his mom just died of breast cancer he's like fuck it i'm gonna ru- i'm gonna ruin breast cancer now like yeah that's what you yeah and so that's that's it it may have been unfair for me to say that people just go and take home a paycheck no. because i'm sure they're skilled and like doing work yeah but no what i just said is such like a good a niche hypothetical. Yeah, I doubt hypothetical. it's every, I get the payment for like the worker bees. Like, doesn't matter how great a charity is. Like, at the end of the day, if you have to have like an accountant, like you gotta, you like you have to pay them. You gotta pay. You gotta pay them. They just graduated from UGA. They, you know, whatever. They're married. They got a kid on the way. Like, they they, they need their whatever. Their sixty five k a year. But you gotta pay them. Yeah. I think the whole, yeah, fucking making bank. I just yeah. Yeah, that I think that maybe it's because I'm just an absolute bum, and my bum superpower is just sustaining myself on 
bread and ramen and sleeping on floors and i'm like why would you need more than like yeah. i've gotten in fights with my girlfriend where she's like get a bed stand i'm like who do you think you are who do you think with your you, fancy bed stand who do you think you like, you get to be on the floor boy i can smell the alcohol in your breath fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, didn't have, I didn't have a bed stand in college i slept on the floor for i had my mattress on the floor i'll get a bed stand when i'm successful in some sense oh, yeah I get a bed stand. Yeah, you'll know I get a bed stand because I've sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what capitalism does. Yeah. When meme set launches and I got seven zeros in my nonprofit's bank account, I'll buy a friggin' bed stand. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The the, the nonprofit's gonna take off, and you're gonna fucking you're gonna get a billion dollars in funding. We're gonna come back to this episode. You're gonna be like I'm horrified about that. You're gonna be like, you know. That whole no one should take home money. Like I was young, I was stupid. You know, I, you know, I've earned this billion. <laughs> Just like yeah, completely really backpedal. Like, be like, we didn't know what we were talking about. We had coronavirus. We had a we had a fever. Exactly. We weren't thinking straight. Yeah. Let's like, Tommy Keen delete that video. Yeah, I'll take it down. I'll take it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you'll be contacted by my lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, I'll shut it down. I'll shut it. I don't mean anything. Like, yeah, it's easy to it's easy to shoot that shit down when you're, you know, you're sleeping on the floor and I'm in a room above my parents' garage. It's very easy to idyllically be like, you shouldn't earn that and you shouldn't earn that. The reality yeah. is, is, once it starts coming in, I'll be like, fuck you, this is mine. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. yeah. See, but that's I mean, why that's why I'm not going nonprofit. That's why I'm full in. I say it every episode. I'm like, I, I, I'm trying to make money with this bike. People are like, is it just a yeah, passion dude. project? I'm like, it is. I fucking love talking to people. I, I'm trying to make money too. Like, I'm not, you know, it's like, I'm not going to fucking lie to people. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. When I had my first uh, meeting with my board of directors, what do you, what was that? I'm trying to see if I could get you off. I tried to see if I could get you a, knock you off. <laughs> What are you, fucking seven? First first meeting with my board of directors, I was talking about all this outreach and all this stuff I was working on. They're like, dude, how are you going to get paid? Like, yeah. remember that you have to live. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to work at a coffee shop or something. They're like, don't be stupid. You're not going to have time to do this yeah. if you're yeah. working a side hustle. And then no one's going to give you fat grants or checks if you're not full-time on this. So yeah. double-edged sword. It's, but being full-time in Athens, like we said, very poor county, not a whole lot needed to sustain that. Yeah. it's um, Especially when you're me and you just... <laughs> yeah, it's... Bummer out, man. There's definitely, like... There's definitely, like, the idyllic, uh, wide-eyed fantasy definitely gets a reality check. Like, when I first started making my charity, I was like, you know what, maybe, because I had already gotten into medical school, and I had gotten into pharmacy school, I was like, you know what, maybe I will do those, maybe I'll reapply, and I'll go, and I was like, and I can work on this charity, like, as an MD or a PharmD, and I can do a lot more, and, like, as time went on, I realized I was like, like, hey, like, kudos, like, A for effort, like, your heart's in the right place, you gotta be realistic about it, and yeah, I, I ultimately ended up disbanding my charity, because it just started to make me depressed because like I realized what I was working on every day was like in memory of my brother and it just made me think about my brother more often than I probably should have so that's why I ended it but the reality is, is yeah no like reality started kind of knocking on the door and it was like this is great this is fantastic what you're doing 
but this whole like i'm gonna sell every because that's what i did like i sold everything i was like i sold like i was like it donated all to the charity i was like i'm gonna get this thing to work and like it you can run on that sort of adrenaline at first but you know a year into it and your girlfriend's upset because you're not bringing home any money to help pay and it's all you do and it's all you ever talk about and it's like you know we can't go out to the bar i gotta raise money for this it's gets to a point where it's like this isn't realistic anymore like it's and what happens is when you burn out personally well then the charity suffers like like uh that spiritual guy ramdas who just died last december he was like 90 despite being like a total hippie he'd always say he'd be like the first thing you do and you know you're expecting him to be like give it all away to charity start a commune he'd make the first thing you do is take care of yourself get a good night's sleep make sure your bills are paid but he'd always say be be like because you can't help others when when your life is fucked he'd be like you can do it for a little while but he's like after a while you'll burn out and then you're not helping anyone he's like keep yourself fed have a good job pay your debts be in good standing with everyone he's like because you'll be able to help people it'll be slow and steady you'll be able to help people for decades and decades and decades if you're grounded you have a good night's sleep you're in good health you're well fed you're paying for your insurance you're paying for your bed you're not bumming off anyone so that's what he'd always say people would be like give it all to charity he'd be like no that's stupid he'd be like take care of yourself and then he ended up yeah he ended up you know he ended up he did something I mean he was literally in his 90s when he died but he was a Harvard professor when he fucking took acid with Timothy Leary. Timothy Leary was like his best friend. And they, uh, he ended up, he ended up just starting some charity, but he ended up like uh, curing like partial blindness in I think Nepal, not curing, but it's like a simple surgery where they go in and like, it's like, there's some, I don't know the fucking medicine behind it, but there's some simple surgery where they have to like, maybe they're cutting out the cataracts. But he ended up improving the vision of something like 1.3 million farmers over the course of 40 years. And he used to say, he'd be like, you can only, but he'd only do it six months of the year. He'd be like, and then he, the other six months of the year, he'd go back in like San Francisco and like take acid. And I think he was bisexual. <laughs> he'd be like, just have like a hundred partners. And he's like, but he's like, because of that, he's like, it was realistic. It wasn't, I'm doing this forever. He'd be like six months. It would be this charitable saintly work. He's like, and then I'll party for six months. But he ended up doing it for like 45 years. And because oh, of that, there are millions of farmers in India who now can like have vision. Like these illiterate, illiterate people who like depend on vision, you know, because they're farmers. And it's like, oh, it's not like a selfish thing to like, you know, yeah, get yours. Because if you can take care of yourself, chances are you're going to take care of others. It's, yeah, I know, think that's, that's some good advice to come away with for yeah, sure. Yeah, so. it's, yeah that's something I've been realizing through the process and getting screamed at by <laughs> some older experienced people for yeah. not, uh, not exactly knowing. Cause when you're young and you're dumb and you're just like, Oh, I can work three part-time jobs yeah. to make ends meet. Yeah. It's whatever. Like, yeah. They're like, if you do that, then I want what you're having because <laughs> that's impossible. For yeah, let, let me people. hit that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so that's, I mean, that's what we're working on. And that's why, you know, the bright side of being stuck indoors and not having to go do classroom visits while I can't maybe go speak to kids um, doing grants, you know, applying for our 501c3 has been productive and just kind of 
zoning ourselves for the next steps. I say our, it's kind of me, myself, and I, but we got a good gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all here, aren't we, guys? Yep, we are. We're all here. It's, it's yeah. like SpongeBob. It's my crumpled up tissue, a partially broken chip, and a penny, and I'm like, the gang is ready. Gang. We are going to save some lives. <laughs> we are going to do this shit. Yeah, it's, I do, when I fucking, when I email people to try to get them to come on my podcast, um, I mean, normally it's just like a flat out like no, which is cool. Actually, no, the vast majority is just no response, no response which is yeah. what I'm just used to. Like that, that's my baseline. It's sort of what I expect. So anything other than it, even when I get a response and it's a rejection, I still put it in the wind column. I'm like, hey, they said something back. You know, it's it's one thing if you fucking, you know, make eye contact with a hawker at the bar and she just looks through you. It's another thing if she just says, like, can I get you a drink? And no, you're like. Hey, she acknowledged I exist. You're like, hey, I'm a person. <laughs> checking the wind column. Woo. <laughs> like, you know, she acknowledged that I exist in time and space and that I do indeed ex- I'm composed of atoms. Um, when I get a rejection, I'm like, I'm like, fuck yeah. At least I got to them. <laughs> like, I'm like, that we all right. They responded. Um, they took I'm, time to think about this. Yeah, they took time, time to now. they took time to tell me to fuck off. Yeah, it's um, no, no one's ever been mean about it, but. What I have had some people do is like, and um, could you like, okay, sure, we're interested. Um, could you tell me about you know like your audience, how many people you reach? And I'm always like, well, I'm sitting at like 152 subscribers. Like, you know, I you know I go into like the YouTube analytics. And I'm like, I reach this many people. And like, I don't lie about it. If I say what I reach, and I'm often like, you know, that's too small. Like this person has to schedule their time accord. Again, I get it. You're some baller. You know. I won't name yeah. who I'm contacting, but I get it because I benefit off them coming on my podcast. But for them, it's like, you know, what exposure are they getting? 150 people versus yeah. any other podcast, like bare minimum, they get like 25,000 people. So I get it. But um, the other question I've had is like, sure, could you tell me a little more about your team? And I'm like, it's me, it's my buddy Tommy, uh, Tom and Thomas, and uh, <laughs> we're all here. We're the gang. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's lit- yeah, it's it's me and yeah, like my schizophrenic self. I'm just like, yeah, no, it's all of us. We're here and we're working hard together. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you got the one guy on one shoulder, yeah. other guy on the other, and you're just like, yeah, gang. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna hurt this person. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I always get so, or I'm trying to think, because I'm in college and it's just. I'm a very informal person when it comes to a lot of things. Whenever mm. people online think I'm some big shot, I think, and it's very rarely, let me just say, when people are like, meme satellite, this guy is a winner. Like, fucks. very rarely. This guy fucks. <laughs> very rarely is anyone like, oh, this guy would be great to contact about something I'm doing. That has happened countable on two hands. But some people who run an after school program, I think in Connecticut or something, they called me. They're like, yeah, dude, I'd love to hear about what you guys do. And I'm like, you guys. And so <laughs> I'm on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you about what we do. And yeah. my friend's like, Warren, who's we? And <laughs> I'm just like, shut up, Michael. You. It's me. It's me. Fuck it's me off, and my Mike. friend who's in the room and not a part of it. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> I have I have this guy on speakerphone and my friend Michael's there. So he kind of gives what's going on. But um, like, Michael, you're part it, of the company now. It is really now. funny. I think. I mean, don't let it take away from credibility if it's just you grinding, right? Because one person super into it is going to be way more than three people who are just like lackluster. Well, that's 
that's what I found with yeah sorry keep going no 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 that was that was the end of my point I yeah. just think it's funny when people are like oh tell me about what you guys do I'm like oh yeah you guys like me and the squad yeah we- yeah. yeah I'm like <sighs> like me it's like you ever seen Grandma's Boy Grandma's Boy no I don't you seen that so. movie it's like early 2000s it's got Nick Schwartz in that alright uh, oh, oh I know him yeah you're not that old Grandma's Boy you ever seen it? You don't know what I'm talking about, dude. Sorry, Boomer. It's a fucking. <laughs> it's a fucking. Dude, it's awesome. If it's not a TikTok, I haven't seen it. All right. It's... Well, uh, thanks for coming on, Warren. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he like uh, Nick Swartzen, like he like lives with his parents. But he's always like, yeah, my roommates. <laughs> and so, so roommates. people are God, like, nice people are like, so what are you guys doing at the podcast? Be like, well, right now it's just um, you know, me and my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the people are like oh yeah this is my studio and I'm like yeah it's just like <laughs> you can't see outside of it. this is the room above my parents garage like yeah no this is a uh, yeah this is the studio this is the lab this is uh, the the mixing this station is... it's fucking yeah like fans and wires it looks like a North for Korea. anyone who hasn't seen it Tommy sent me a photo of three laptop fans stacked with yeah. his laptop on yeah top. Hey, the airflow is fantastic. The airflow is fantastic. Yeah, dude, I got this rig. I got this yeah, no, Apple rig. rig just, it's uh, you want to come to the lab? Stations. Yeah, you want to come to the lab, dude? Come check come it out. Lab. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it, there's so many wires and shit. It looks like a fucking Afghani IED. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah. But hey, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, whenever I hear the lab, I imagine some like. Like really wanna be underground DJ. It's yeah. like, yeah, dude, I'm doing a show at the lab tonight. The lab. You wanna come see me mix in the lab? The like lab. No, I always no, I think of the, the image you're trying to conjure up is some, you know, like Jay Z studio. <laughs> yeah, the lab. Come to the lab. The lab. It's uh I could see it, yeah. I yeah. could see some Yeah. Oh yeah. Wealthy the, rap star. Yeah. But the thing about making like doing this shit on your own is cause like I have started and like failed company multiple companies over the years like t-shirt companies clothes apparel designs all sorts of shit but i've always found that like dude it is it always finishes with me being like god damn i i should have just done this myself because it's it's so much better to have one person who's really into it than anyone else who's just not into it it's well that's that's also the the double-edged sword of running a company is you have your vision and you have your passion and if it doesn't work you don't get bread on the table and then when you try to like so many people and i'm not i'm not trying to dish on friends or anything who are like oh hey how can i help right but it's when people say that i think it's kind of a formality they're like oh hey man if you need anything let me know and then they never expect it but if you ever call on someone or a close friend who's like yeah i can help very rarely will they be like yeah i can set aside time to do this yeah and i found that the best way to lose a friend is to ask them to build a website bro i know yeah i go to georgia tech i go to a tech school everyone and their mom makes websites and apps I'm like oh hey i'm doing this thing they're like oh yeah man i build websites let me help they're like not can i help they're like let me help i'm like yeah dude let's do it let's get together and do it i've had like four different websites partially made thank god no one is buying the meme sat domain names yeah because (laughs) yeah 
and then they just ghost you they're just yeah. like at some point it gets like a third of the way done and you're like sick they're like yeah man i'm going somewhere for the weekend but like after that let's bang it out let's finish it and then it's just nothing i'm like yeah one of my buddies moved across the country he was like a decent friend and he was helping me with the website i'm like hey man like how's how's the west coast how's it going it's just nothing and i'm like i'm not even asking about like yeah. how are you as a person yeah. i don't <laughs> yeah man but at the same time like i i what i've realized like with this podcast was like i didn't want to so many times i've gotten close to asking people like yo dude you want to help me like make this thing and but i've realized like yeah no one else is like this isn't their vision so they're not amped about it but what i finally yeah. realized is like it's taking me years to be like and there's nothing wrong with that when like yeah. someone's when i'm like will you help and they're like yeah sure i'll do it and then they, they don't give me 110 percent he's like man fuck yeah. that person but now i'm like why would they give 110 percent yeah it's like, not their thing it's right? not their it's... thing it's not their i'm not paying them but it's also made me to start realize like you know people are like the ce or the founder makes so much more money than like the retail workers but i'm like how many people are going there and like i have a vision to make fucking bob's groceries take off and how many people are like you know finish hitting the blunt and they're like yeah no I, I i gotta go to a five tonight but then i'm off for the week it's just their day job and there's nothing wrong with that but i realized like you know that's what that's what you're putting in that's what you're getting out and it's kind of yeah. like there's there's nothing wrong with like not wanting to like hustle 24 7 like i realized that like what i'm doing like throwing it all away like living at my parents house trying to fucking make this thing work that's what i want to do it if other people don't want to do that, that that's fine that's just and it's taken me a long time as a person to realize that like some people just don't mind having a nine to five like for me the idea of working for someone else makes me want to fucking like drink bleach like i hate it i, I fucking it just it kills me i'm like that is death but just because you know i have friends that do have nine to fives and cubicles and they've got a girlfriend that's or a wife and a cat yeah. i've like for a long time i was like fuck that life but i realized like maybe they're just they're just chill with that they're like yeah you know what i don't love it i don't hate it but you know i got a wi-fi love i got a cat i got a new playstation you know i'm in a i'm in a so baseball like, league like that's fine just that's, don't call on them because they're in a different reality just like they're not going to call on you to be like hey you want to come play in the softball league and you're like no i'm fucking trying to build a company like that's fine just, trying to make an empire exactly Lincoln. yeah link <laughs> synergy you know network no just but just understand that and that's what i realized is yeah. like oh you know it's there's nothing wrong with that let them live their life i'll live my life and just maintain friendship insightful. just maintain friendship send memes to each exactly. other don't try to fucking make it more than that don't make it more exactly than that. yeah 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 i think that i think that's good and i think i mean it's just two different mindsets right mm -hmm. and there's absolutely nothing wrong with just nine to five a job you like or just don't hate means to an end right you get yeah. your vacation yeah. days you that's get your cool. fat paycheck that's cool it's comfortable and you're just it's safe. And then it's you have fine. you have all the time to do whatever else you want but then yes. there's people like you or me and we're just like i'm gonna die if i don't obsessively yes. freak out about something like <laughs> i'm gonna save the world yeah i'm and gonna then, fucking and I'm my head and the world i was yeah i was at an internship and i was upset because they didn't uh have a lot of work for me to do and so i was like going through org charts emailing everyone finding work and i was freaking out that no one was giving me work and they're just like a couple of the kids who sat next to me were like dude just chill out and get your paycheck and i'm like i'm here to save the world yeah, like, and they're like 
All right, chill out, Captain Planet. All right, like, let's. All right, fucking Steve Jobs, like chill. Yeah, and then yeah. here I am saving the world with sending memes to space. But that dude, hey man, it's 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 two different it's two different mindsets, and there there is nothing wrong with it. I think no, yeah. there's something very um, enviable and respectable about people who are able to, I mean, do what they enjoy and just leave it at work and yeah. go home. But I. I'm some sort of mentally disturbed person where if I'm not just working towards the goal. coked up, burning down, like scorched earth, changing things, yes. and I'm not I'm not constantly Build. obsessing over what I'm doing in this, any sense. Like this goal on the top of the mountain, you gotta just yeah. You're preaching like to the choir. I got, you just, a year ago, I don't know. I was the white kid. I'm just like I'm going to get a ukulele. I don't want to put money down on a guitar. I got this super cheap ukulele. And I'm like, I've never played a string instrument before, so that was new to me. Um, the first two days, I had it. It was just nonstop. I played it until my fingers bled, and then I switched fingers, and then I played until that one bled. And then my girlfriend's like, maybe you need some medication. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm trying to learn space oddity. I think you need medication. Yeah. <laughs> Are we on the and, same team or not? Because there's the yeah. <laughs> I'm, are we just spattering myself with finger blood? Are we on the same team? <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I don't ever expect the, like, normal happy people to go to get pick it. up a ukulele and play it until their finger bleeds, right? And I'm play, I'm doing the company thing, and I'm doing it until my fingers bleed. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and so I think it's just different strokes for different folks. And exactly. I think that's totally – that's very insightful, though, I think – you saying that made me feel a lot better about yeah. what's going on well, it, because it, a lot of the people it, I interact with are just like, I'm just trying to get a fat yeah. paycheck and do what I want to do. It, yeah. It took me a long time to realize that and to realize that I was in the wrong. It was there because there's nothing right or wrong about pursuing a passion and there's nothing right or wrong about having your nine to five. Like it's right and wrong subjectively. Is it right for yeah. you? The only thing that is objectively wrong is someone like myself getting mad at them for not wanting what I want. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as as soon as I can understand, or as soon as I think about just how much I don't want to have that job, and be like, why don't you want? I just I think, oh, well, fuck, I, I hate it. I don't want it. It's not what I like. You have to then understand. Well, then the inverse is true for them. They're like, why would I want to burn everything down? They're like, I got a paycheck. I got health insurance. I got a car. You know, I got a roommate. I got a girlfriend. I play. I go get beer on Friday. We fucking play pickup basketball on Saturday. To me, I'm like, that looks like hell on earth. That looks like a fucking hamster wheel. But to them, they look at me and they're like, that looks like hell on earth. And yeah, yeah. just once you can acknowledge that, then it's like, oh, like maintain friendships, send each other memes laugh play yeah. play xbox like get drunk whenever you guys meet up again but like yeah it's because i've like when i was pre-med at uga you know i i always liked studying with my other pre-med friends who are just psychopaths there's no like oh it's a big game at uga this weekend it was like no like we got 10 days to the next ochem test like we need to eviscerate it like you know and yeah. <laughs> when i would have like labs with people and I'd have to work in groups and every once in a while there'd be someone that had to take OCHEM because they were whatever it was they were just getting their bio degree just to have a bio degree they weren't necessarily trying to get an MD and they'd be like they were just trying to get a C 
but I'd be like, why are you not tackling this full time? Like, what do you mean you're going to Georgia, Florida? We should be studying. They're like, dude, I'm just trying to, and it's like, oh, like that was an example of like people working together who did not have the same goal. And it was like, oh, so when I've reached, like I've started like on a couple occasions, I've like started to reach out to someone and be like, yo, do you want to help me build this podcast? And then like, I always, I'll always like delete the text and I'll be like, because with so many, literally multiple companies over the last like six years, in hindsight, I'll always be like, oh, I wish it was just me. I wish it was just me. Like, so with this, I've, I've just keep, whenever I'm about to like ask someone to join, I'll just delete it and be like, no, like I just, because when I'm doing this, it's just my own insanity. And yeah. I'm responsible for the successes and I'm responsible for the failures. Yeah. If there was someone else that was just like, kind of like, hey man, could you find me guests? Or could you, like, hey, can you figure out how, help me like cool my laptop? And they got back to me like two days later with like a YouTube video, like, hey, I found this tutorial. And it's just like, dude, you just typed in laptop cooling on YouTube. You, you know, versus like, here I am literally like, you know, ripping open boxes and like putting together all this shit. I'm like, you know, sending you a picture. I'm like, it's alive. Like, unless someone's doing anything short of that, I would be furious with them. And yeah. so with this, it's just like, these are my successes and the failures are entirely my own. And it's, yeah, man, it's, if, if you can, yeah. I wish I knew that when I was, what are you, 23, 22? 22. Oh, I turned 23 in like a month and 10 days. Cool story. But. <laughs> hey, hey, boomer. Now. <laughs> hey, now. I'm the guest. I get to choose I what we play. the guest. <laughs> Give me the ox cord. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I didn't like that voice. <laughs> you didn't like, I didn't even know what voice. Give me Is that the, my voice? Is that mine? Is that my voice? I didn't even know what I was give me the ox cord biggie it's give me the ox cord one what his name's one he's from new york city not going one 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 syllable one one so my friends my friends will spell my name w-o-r-n one and they'll be like one one are they hasidic jews (laughs) one Warren, one fucking Brooklyn. <laughs> Hello, Warren. Oh god. So, my girlfriend's first name is Laurel, and oh, as a kid, Warren. I had a super bad speech impediment. I couldn't do R's or L's. I was Warren. My sister was Sawa. Like we were the Ashpitas. Like I was a New Yorker as a until I until I was eight or nine. Like Christmas was horrible. My family would torment me. Like fa wa 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 wa. And and I was I was talking to my girlfriend Laurel, and I was like, "Man, imagine how messed up it would be if that got passed on." And this kid who couldn't say R's or L's, his parents were Wallen and Wobble, like <laughs> say say Laurel with L and R being a double Wobble. It's like somebody going like, "Whoa!" Uh, <laughs> he would just have to become like a beatboxer, like Wobble. You just have to become yeah. Yeah. Get my kid in the lab, dude. Start. Dude, get in the fucking lab, dude. Get him some dubstep, dude. Get him some headphones, dude. Get him mixing young. <laughs> Something. You got possessed for a moment. That that voice right there. I don't know what that voice was. It's just like, yeah, dude. Just fucking yeah, dude. Just. 
<laughs> Seeing you in a college environment would have been peak interesting. Not, I was Not just, really. I was a Study psychopath. Kid. I was wake up at five, lift books. Had, dude, I remember. I literally remember being on the beach in Panama City, and one of the UGA football players coming up to me and asking me if I was like an incoming freshman. I was so fucking into weightlifting and dieting. I was, I mean, I literally had like eight abs. I was upset. It was just do anything to the extreme. It was. That's exactly how I yeah. am currently. So it was, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I literally used to do, like, I used to be able to do like 40 pull ups and I'd like, get down to like 150 push ups in a row. And then I would just study until sunset. I think I went to one football game in my time at UGA and I would just, 4.0s nonstop, and then when I finally did go out at the end of the semesters, it wasn't just like let's go get some beers. I used to have a Camelback that we took the bladder out and we'd put it because I was fucking jacked. I could put it between like my shoulder blades, and you couldn't see it under a shirt. And we just fill it with vodka and five hour energies, and we'd run the tube down my sleeve. And so I literally like we would just go get some like cheap beer or something, go to wherever, go to like City Bar or whatever. And just get the cups, and then we just go fill them up. And there was ah. the the fucking the pictures I sent you of like me with the mailbox. That was just one of the mailboxes I stole. Like when I would go out, dude, I'd always wake up with like a bloody nose. Like sometimes it'd be like a black eye. Like yeah, I lost my wallet multiple times. I'd steal mailboxes and just break <laughs> shit. Dude, I was Doctor. Je- it was it was Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. It was like most of the You're semester, right. it was just like. You know, studying and like, okay, 4.0's got to do it good. Like, go to bed early, meditate, eat healthy, vitamins, never drink, never smoke. And then once it was time to like, once the grades were in, it was like, oh, now I got two weeks off. It was like, let's burn it to the fucking ground. It would be like, it wasn't like, let's go out and get beers. It was like, till Valhalla, brothers. Like, it was, (laughs) so, so yeah, no, I was interesting in college, but in hindsight, I'm like, God damn, I was difficult to live with because it was just like. I'd come down on like a Saturday night. I'd be like, "Why the fuck are you guys up making noise?" I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to study tomorrow. But it'd be like 9 p.m. on a Saturday. It'd be like, "Dude, it's 9 p.m. at the University of Georgia in Athens on a Saturday. How are you possibly upset at anyone for being up and drinking?" And I'd be like, "Fuck all of you. I'm going." Like it was, no, it was so interesting. Depends what your definition of interesting is. Difficult. Yeah. Good UGA story. So. My freshman semester, I lived with this random roommate. He was, uh, he's from Zimbabwe. Just this like pretty scrawny white guy, big head, like pretty fit. Um, and he just drank like no tomorrow. Just absolute animal. Blue, like I, so he ended up jumping out of our ninth story window and he lived. <laughs> And let me, this is, this is a fantastic story. So super scrawny white guy, like pretty chill, pretty low key. But when he'd get drunk or like high, he would be in just this machine, right? This animal. He took two ambulances within the first month of school. He lost his phone. One day he woke up in some like drug pen surrounded by Coke, didn't have any money. This is just from his point of view. And he, he lost his phone, lost his wallet, and was just surrounded by a bunch of unconscious people. He's like, whoa. And so he walked, he walked home. 
and it was like middle of August at UGA, like super hot, super humid, just down the the loop or three sixteen or whatever. And his head was red as a lobster, and he came into our apartment or our dorm, and he just laid down on the ground. And I'm like, holy hell, what happened, dude? He looked so red. He's like, I went to Walmart to pee on the way home, and it was the color of Coca Cola. And I'm like, not healthy. <laughs> and this kid, other stories. He went to a. He would go to the football games. I never did because I was a nerd, and I still am a nerd. I wasn't. I yeah. I is, and I still. He went am. to a football game, but he pregame before at the frats. He got super hammered. Went to the game. He got kicked out for being belligerent. Then he tried to sell his student ticket right outside the gate and the security guard who he thought was a cop security guard's like hey you can't do that so he beamed down a huge staircase and just ate it that was the first ambulance ride (laughs) and then no that night when he was at the hospital i think they breathalyzed him either before or after the ambulance showed up he blew a 0.38 jesus christ that's that's like brain damage level that's that's, yeah, it's insane yeah that's like respiratory depression yeah it was like you should be in a coma and he got discharged and walked home and was still drunk and i'm like you are beyond me and so this one night i was in downtown athens drinking with some buddies freshman year um and i saw him and he was like just girl in each arm hammered out of his mind and i was like hey man what's going on i call him z-man because yeah. he's from zimbabwe Naturally. Like, i'm like what's up dude and he's like with these two girls in tow he says you gotta swim with the whales to get to the dolphins warren and he just like looked to his sides and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> and the girls were unfazed and like whatever and so i didn't go back to our dorm because i'm like he's gonna be doing his thing maybe his, whatever his mating call exactly so i went to a friend's um and then at 9 a.m i wake up to a text from our very like low-key religious roommate right across the hall hey i just woke up your roommate came in like 30 minutes ago while i was getting ready for church just reeking of hell and passed out on our futon can you come get him he won't really move <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm like okay and I get him, and he's got a huge black eye. His pants are ripped down the butt. And at first, I was really concerned. I'm like, dude, did you get, like, sexually yeah. assaulted? It's okay. Yeah. And I was worried. He's like, no, man, I just kept falling downtown. I kept falling. I'm like, you must have fallen a lot or downstairs a bunch because he was banged up. And our dorm was locked. And it's, it's weird because it's a deadbolt. Right, so you can't lock yourself out yeah. unless you leave it, get a key, lock it, lose the key. So I'm like, oh, you tool, you lost our key. We're gonna have to pay for this to get redone. I'm, I'm pissed, right? Yeah. And so I unlock it and open it back up. He's like, you didn't lock it? I'm like, no. And I'm like, oh, he's like, oh shoot, it must have been me or something, whatever. We go into the dorm and it's just trashed. <laughs> and the window screen is punched out. And what's funny is that I wasn't phased. He's done this two or three times. It's only November of our freshman semester. We've known each other for like seven weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, like third or, third or fourth time, he's punched out the screen completely on phase. I'm like, go get the screen, dude. He's like, I'm really sore. Can you go get it? And he just plops down on our futon. 
So me and my buddy Jake, who I bump into in the hallway, he helps me carry the screens up. Jake. And Did his last name, I walk back. Did his last name by any chance begin with a B? No. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. No worries. But um, Jake and I go get the screens, and then we walk back into the room. My Z man is still chilling there, and I notice his key is hung up on his bedpost. I'm like, oh, dude, you found your key. That's good. He's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, your key's hanging there. He's like, oh, cool, cool. I didn't lose it, I guess. I'm like, wait, how'd you lock yourself out if your key was in here? He's like, well, you came back and locked her out. I'm like, no, 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 no. I yeah. said I didn't. Yeah. And then he just looks at the window and looks at me. And me and me and my buddy Jake run back down. And we're on the ninth floor of this building, right? We run back down to where the screen was. And there's two footprints in ass print. In the left footprint, his shoe is still there. I grab his shoe. I walk upstairs. He's missing his left shoe. How did, how did he not break his legs? And so, wait, it gets, it gets more in detail. <laughs> so I bring it back up, and we're like, oh, my God, you fell out the window. He's like, I had it. He's like, I had a dream I fell. His watch was on the ground down there, too. And I'm like, no way. And so, like, any responsible mate. What? So it seems like like Bugs Bunny shit. Like, you know, the Wile E. Coyote runs through the wall and there's this imprint there. Yeah, there's just an ass print, some, like, deep, and it's, like, dirt. It's, like, southern dirt. It's It's just just pine straw and then just ground. Yeah, this is the birth of Sonic. The ass cheeks. origin story and so like any responsible roommate and friend i got the rest of the hall in there and we all just started roasting and we were just making fun of them we're like falling out the window looking ass but um what we did we started dropping pencils out the window and timing how long they took to hit the ground calculate how fast he hit the ground it's like 45 miles an hour and then from my history of watching CSI and Criminal Minds, I friggin' forensic this together. I was like, Rodrigo, which is the nickname of the kid who went to church, who found him. I'm like, Rodrigo, what time you come in your room? He's like, oh, around 8.30. And I'm like, uh, Hunter, who was with him, he was like, I'm like, Hunter, what time did you leave our room? Because you were hanging out with him last night. He's like, last time I saw him was like 4 a.m. And then he went to bed. And I'm like, Z-Man, when'd you go to bed? He's like, I don't remember. He's like, hey, okay, useless, useless information. And so he said he woke up on the ground outside. And I'm like, bro, if you fell out the window at 4.30 a.m. And the way his print was is you could tell he landed on his feet kind of like in a squat position. And then- he kneed himself in the head. That's how he got the huge black eye. He was out cold for four hours in November. Jesus Christ. And then he just... And then he just walked back up. And so finally someone responsible came in and they're like, hey, maybe we should go to the hospital. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine. And we're like all starting to think like, yeah, actually, you might be pretty messed up. <laughs> you might, well, balling. internal bleeding. Like, he wasn't bleeding. Oh, well, internal bleeding that's, maybe. That's but what I meant, the bad he kind. Wasn't, <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't like really visually messed up other than the huge black guy. And so he's like, all right, now I don't want to go to the hospital because an ambulance costs money. I'm like, well, I can drive you. He's like, no, it's fine. I don't need any more bills. <laughs> and we're like, okay, if you can walk down the hallway without looking like you're a wreck, then we won't bring you to the hospital. And he couldn't. And so we're like, all right, get in my car. 
um, we drove him to the drove him to the hospital, and it was so funny. I'll have to send you a picture, but he's sitting there in the waiting room. There's only two other, there's two other people in the waiting room. It's a mom and her son, soccer uniform. The kid's just holding his arm. He's like sitting there. Meanwhile, my roommate is starting to lose consciousness, and he's looking pale as a ghost. And we're like, "Stay awake, stay awake!" Stay and me. the nurse is like, "What happened to him?" And we're like, "Oh, he fell out the ninth story window." And she's like, "Okay." And they bring in the soccer kid first. I'm like, "This kid is about to die in your waiting room." Probably they call him in, and uh, they won't let us back because we're not immediate family. But then they do let us back. And they bring us all the way down the hallway, and he's in the ICU. He's all in this huge glass room, a ton of monitors, all these doctors, like, hooking him up with stuff. And this main doctor is in Crocs with charms. I remember this vividly. He's like, so what would you say what happened? And I'm like, oh, he fell out of our dorm window. He's like, at UGA? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what building? I'm like, Russell. It was a big, yeah. big tall, yeah. freshman high-rise. And he's like, what floor? I'm like, nine. He's like, can you go to the waiting room? <laughs> so we go to the waiting room. Uh, he brings us back. I get to take a picture with him while he's sitting there in like this neck brace and all hooked up to stuff. And I'm just like ninth floor to the ground, first floor to my heart. Yeah. And that's our album. Uh, that's our album cover. <laughs> and the doctor's like, so he's fine. I'm like, what? They're like, we haven't given him any pain meds cause we were scared of internal bleeding, but, um, doesn't look like he has internal bleeding and he's just going to walk out of here. And I'm like, what? And suddenly the dean of students from UGA oh. comes in because we told the hospital this happened at UGA and they're like, we can't have kids trying to off themselves on our campus. That's yeah. going to look bad. So the dean of students comes in in the most denim outfit, denim shirt, denim jacket, denim pants. He's like, can you tell me what happened? And I told him they moved him to the UGA affiliated hospital. And I do not know. This was we were at St. Mary's initially, uh, not and then Athens, I went to Athens. Athens Regional. Athens Regional. Where I used to volunteer, dude. And we went to Athens Regional, high quality institute. We yeah. we showed up. They did some tests on him within an hour. They were like, "Yeah, he's real messed up." We're like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> they're like, "They're like, well, he has a broken hand, a few fractured vertebrae, a heart contusion, and a bruised lung." And we're like, what test did the other people run? They were about to let him just walk clean out of there. <laughs> they did the financial test. They're like, I don't think he has money. They're like, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Because this hospital had him hooked up to stuff. Like, it looked like yeah. a scene. And they were like, he's fine. And then Athens Regional was like, nah, he like. Athens Regional is dope as shit. I, lo I loved that place. It's a good hospital. It's, it's very, a good hospital. It's very good. People always shit on him. I'm like, dude, they deal with. They deal with a city that's composed of crazy college kids and a massive homeless population. One of the biggest in the U.S. They deal with, they're not getting softballs. They're getting curveballs and like, you know, they're getting. They do it all. Yeah. It's, but, um, yeah, we got to the hospital and he was real messed up and, uh, he was there for a week. His, I mean, parents in Zimbabwe, right? And so his mom had a fly out of Zimbabwe. Um, he, he made a pretty speedy recovery. Like he was in a brace and like just kind of messed up uh, after a week or two. But then he flew home to Zimbabwe. And I, I messed up this story. Typically when I'm like in the setting and I tell this story, I don't say that he's from Zimbabwe. And I'll be like, yeah, so now he's in Zimbabwe. And people are always like, why is he in Zimbabwe? I'm like, buildings are shorter. 
and <laughs> and that's how we end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you, yeah I was gonna say storytelling. Yeah, you have to finish it with yeah. So you know, he's in Zimbabwe now, <laughs> or there, you know, he's in he, Zimbabwe now. You know, well, you shouldn't even say he lives there. You'd be like, next thing you know, the last I heard from him, he got on a plane to Zimbabwe. <laughs> Why do you go to Zimbabwe? Oh, buildings are shorter. You can't jump. I've had a lot of people laugh at that, and then I've had a lot of people be like, "Oh, you know, that makes sense." (laughs) Those are the people that are either stupid as shit, or they're not even paying attention to the story. They're gonna say that makes sense no matter what you said. They're like, "Yeah, now he's dead, but he killed himself and brought himself back to life." They're like, "That makes sense, dude. That makes sense." So you remember the Bible, right? Yeah, you remember like Bible. What is it like, Lazarus, dude? Lazy L, yeah, dude. Panama City. <laughs> Panama City 2017. Spring break 2017. But um, that's my craziest UGA story. And then I lived with another guy who drank like a madman. And I'm just sitting here doing my math homework. I'm like, man, these are just, I can't go 0 for 2. I got to keep this one alive. <laughs> but um, Z Man, Z Man is still alive in the flesh. He's in Boston. Hey, shout out Z Man. Yeah, dude, he got a sick job. He's still—I don't know if he drinks as heavily, but he's doing. We chill. should be I fucking mean, doing tests on him and see what his blood is made of, because I bet he yeah, could be. I thing, bet he could be coronavirus. One thing I remember about the doctor with Crocs, and this has made me love doctors and Crocs with charms. They have to have charms. A lot of medical what, what, professionals. What are charms. So you know how Crocs have like the holes on them. Yeah. You can get these little like it's kind of like putting a pin in your backpack or like bedazzling stuff. You get little uh, funny Crocs sells them to fit in their holes. They're like these snap-on things that are like cartoon characters or flowers okay. or animals. Like flare. Yeah. So he's got like black Crocs with flames all over him. So like yeah. flowers and dogs yeah. and stuff. I'm like, man, this guy's nuts. And when when he was initially like, yeah, your your roommate's fine. He's walking out of here. Nothing's broken. I was like, what? He's like, he's kind of like Wolverine and Ozzy Osbourne because his BAC is so high <laughs> and and he didn't break a thing from a 90-foot fall. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think a doctor's ever compared someone. He's like, yeah, he's kind of like Wolverine. <laughs> Athens Regional, they're like, no, he's kind of like an alcoholic. <laughs> he's an alcoholic on death's door. <laughs> Dude, at Athens Regional, uh, man, the orthopedics used to fucking... Once they... I never knew this, but I've watched so many surgeons at Athens Regional. They used to fuck. Once the patient was under, they would just turn on the sound system and just fucking play like their iPod. I just always figured that doctors were just like a sterile, clean environment. You know, nurse, scalpel. Like, I remember, like... Remember when, like, Rack City Bitch came out? I remember watching no it. I swear Doing to God. Surgery. I, I swear to because I was in the anesthesia department, so we'd go in afterwards and we'd like undo all the wires and shit. So I vividly remember like undoing because we'd like undo and then like prep for the next. I remember them coming in and like me having to go back in there to get like a dolly or something or like some like cart, some like anesthesia cart. And I remember them being like putting on the gloves and like the patient was under and he's like flipping on his little light, got his like, you know, surgical tools and it was just like Braxy, and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Buzzing on that beat, yeah." And he's like walking in, and they're doing his thing, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "Yeah, they're like surgeons. They're like apparently they like to listen to music, you know. It's almost like a stereotype. I mean, like the sense. brain surgeon listened to like like classical like Beethoven. It was just like you know, it was like a meme in itself. But Braxy. yeah, some of them used to listen to like EDM and shit. It was just like they play like Tomorrow World playlists. I'm like, before I was like, I was gonna start criticizing, and I'm like. 
I mean, they're doctors. They know what the fuck they're doing. Who am I to be like, you should turn off that music, mister. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a junior at college. Get in the zone, right? Yeah, or maybe they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> or maybe they're just like, they know how easy certain surgery is. So like, we Maybe. Can it's just like, oh, this is like, okay, this is like a, yeah. It's like getting like, it's like a walk in the park. It's like, oh, we're doing that today. Okay. You know? I like know. Light um, them up. When I was at NASA working on the Mars rover, people would jam in clean rooms that's like quite weird. an intro what <laughs> when i was when i was working at nasa on the mars rover <laughs> no 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 it's just to set the scene no, we're in a clean room it's we're over it's over goodbye warren might go away sometime but yeah dust bowl 2.0 well knock on wood man just <laughs> fucking <laughs> everything that's happened do you see something where it's like there's some like game show, not game show, some like reality TV show in like Germany or England or something called Big Brother, and yeah. like, um, yeah, apparently they they've been like isolated from like the rest of the world. They're in like an apartment or a studio, and it's apparently they finally decided to tell them about coronavirus because they're like this isn't like ethically like right anymore. Like they might have family members, but the first thing I was thinking I was like I bet they didn't believe them. I bet they thought they were getting punked. They're like. Because it would be that would be such a perfect setup. Tell you that the show is all about like isolating you, and then reality it's a big punk. Like, hey, we gotta end the show. There's something terrible going on. These people must have been like, oh, oh yeah, this is part of the show. But then they like actually turn on the news, like, oh fuck, <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, yeah, do you know what that show's about? Is it like real world? That's or what it sounds something? like. That's what it's. Yeah, I don't know. So. um I made a note to myself. I'm going to see if I can get in contact with any of them, see if they can get them on here. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. That'd be crazy. What were your first thoughts when you got? <sighs> vitamin C. I don't want to die. Um, so, yeah, dude, your immune system. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've been making, because I've just, I'm like, how can I, like, make coronavirus, like, how can I benefit from this? And not in, like, a price gouging sense. But I was like, how can, like, what can I basically, like, how can I make the best out of the situation? And I was like, well, everyone's stuck at home. That means, like, the chances of me getting a yes in a response as a request to come on my podcast is probably higher now than it will ever be. Or at least while my podcast is still small. So I've just been sending out tons of emails and being like, quarantine? Bored of shit? Let me introduce myself on top of me. Like, so still really no responses. But, yeah, I want to, I, I want to. I want to email like the guys who make South Park, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I want to email uh, like Johnny Knoxville of Jackass. Uh, oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, I was just like, because I'm trying to like find like people who are definitely like famously cool, but also like immature. Because like I don't want to get someone that's like some you know serious actor. Like, what are we gonna talk about? Do we have talking points? Like fuck that. Like I've been looking at Johnny Knoxville's Instagram and he's like day five of quarantine and it's like a carrot that looks like a dick and he's like I'm getting turned on by vegetables like it's just I'm like all right that's someone who's immature. I bet Johnny Knoxville would be a sick guest. Oh, you'd be an awesome guest. Whether or not he would say yes, I don't know. Well, the thing is, I feel like people that are like that cool, they if anyone's gonna say yes, they might be like fuck it, you know? It's yeah. not it's not yeah, Rogan. Yeah. When it's, they... yeah. It's not Rogan There's or whatever. There's some people where their, like, reputation precedes them, and that's when it's kind of hard to get in contact. But, like, Johnny Knoxville just seems like... like he hasn't been on Reddit. Like, let's do it. Yeah. I could... I'm, I'm hoping that I can get someone that has sort of, like, 
the maddest mindset where he was like, he burst out laughing and said like, no, but like, thank you for the offer. I'm hoping someone's just going to be like, who is this? Like, oh, it's just me. hundred subscribers. I'm hoping someone's just going to be like, fuck it. He's got balls. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be cool as shit to have like Knoxville on like before he was ever on, like, cause he hasn't been on Joe Rogan. I was just like, I was like, what if I could get Knoxville on first? Yeah. That'd be crazy. I, um, well, Rogan had someone on Suzanne Santo recently, a musician, and I just thought it was really funny because I, I met her just on a hike and I bumped into her and we just hung out for a day and then I went to one of her shows later with some buddies. And I'm like, oh, that's funny that I actually know this random person who's like not a she's not a super huge musician but she's doing pretty well for herself and she used to be a a fiddler for some really big band i forget but she's doing a solo project just crushing it fuck yeah and i thought that was super funny you should hit her up she's really chill all right yeah I've, i'm trying to like make a list of like yeah just anyone that would i tried to get uh I tried to get someone from Pornhub, but I didn't get any responses. <laughs> because, did you like Twitter DM them or what? I did like their service email because like the hardest part about all this is like finding how to contact. It's not anyone can just yeah. fucking you can write as you know you can just take a minute and just write down like a template for an invite and like you can you know hey this is who I am this is what I'm doing. After that, it's all about like. It's, how are you get in touch yeah, with them. you gotta it's you always if you can find they have a lot of them will have like their own website would be like you know i'm sure johnny knoxville has johnny knoxville.com go in there yeah, with, with like any of these yeah you emails. just you just go with any website you just go to anything just scroll all the way down and find contact or like faqs and you can go in you can normally find a, a phone number about something and as long as you don't hit like a robot as long as you can just contact someone even if it's someone that's in like fucking like customer service for orders or something if you can just get your foot in the door chances are they'll, they'll transfer you to someone else and you can kind of like maneuver around their like labyrinth of of people that you can contact and then normally you can never get in contact with the person you're trying to but you can get pretty close to them and then they'll have a message you can have your message passed along um so yeah that's really the only difficult part is just finding who to call who to email yeah it's yeah that's the only hard part um but yeah some of that's them i just like if i can't find like some of them i've gone out of my way and been like they purposely do not have contact anywhere some of them just you can't contact them they just don't have who? i'm trying to think of who but they're just like you can't so eventually what it comes down to is yeah you just tweet at them but then it's just like you're lost in the sea of noise um yeah, I mean, yeah. You should find some porn stars. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I wanted to. I tried to fucking find Riley Reed's contact, but I couldn't. She's too high profile. She you is. gotta go. You gotta go lower than Riley. But Reed. the thing is, like, if I'm gonna get a porn star, I want to get like high profile. Like, you know. Well, you can get like not Riley Reed, but still. Yeah, I high guess profile. she is kind of like the face of. She is like our generation's like Jenna Jameson or Pamela Anderson, right? Yeah, damn it. Yeah, man. I hope anyone listening to this podcast wasn't hoping to hear about meme set. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had on. 
I had on a fucking a United States Air Force drone operator, and we had a podcast where all we did was talk about drones. Then we did another one, and all we ended up talking about was like anime artificial intelligence. Like, what if artificial intelligence was horny? What if that was like a? What if that's something we didn't foresee? It's like either it's going to be forced or against us. It's either going to be Skynet or it's going to be like lift us up. And it's like, what if there's a third option no one thought about? What if it's just horny? Just a sexually deviant. I mean, no, Skynet. no wouldn't mean no because this thing has the power of a god. So we'd be like, no, and it'd be like, shit. We joked about it before all this happened. We're like, what if it just shut down the airports, shut down businesses, and it was like, no one do anything. Everyone turn on your webcams and just start fucking. Or I'm gonna nuke the world, and we're all just like, "Who do you call?" It's like not. It's like the ultimate bully rapist. It's just like that's so horrible. Well, I mean, what the point being is sometimes when you tune into a certain guest, you're not gonna get anything that has to do with that. This guy was a drone operator yeah. in the United States Air Force. It was like at the end of it, I was like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah." <laughs> the end. That's well. Think about it. If if an AI can be uh, malevolent enough to fucking nuke the world, it can do anything. Yeah, it can do anything less than if somebody total extermination. Would have to, like, then you'd be like, all right, well, how are AI made, right? Like training sets, they get all these data points. So, I mean, honestly, if you trained them on animals or humans, I think, or the content of the would, internet, what, there would be. What I mean, percentage what's the is born. I think some part of it would be horny. Yeah, it, I think. It, it, I mean, it, even just talking to people, they'd be like, huh? They seem to have ulterior motives. They like. They seem to like sex. Yeah. Like, who are the biggest ballers? The guys with, like, the biggest houses and the nicest cars. It's all just, like, an evolved form of, like, look at my nest. Look at my cave. It's just, like, these are my mating rooms. Like, how instead we call it mansions and penthouses, but ultimately it's it's just, like, a mating nest. It's like a bird with, like, the highest nest in the tree. That's what a penthouse is. Yeah. <laughs> but then the question is like there's a physical response to humans doing it right mm -hmm. what would what would a computer get out of it mm. yeah so we tackled that and it was it was uh this was three hours of this um well we figured it would it would have it would have its it would have its goal it would have its parameters asked to operate within and you know maybe it would be save humanity you know, if you started out with a baseline, save Earth, well, that would probably wipe out humanity because we're, like, we're a cancer on this planet. If you then lowered it to, like, save humanity, what it might do is kill, like, the vast majority of people. It'd be like, we need to depopulate so that, you know, we do less of a drain on our resources. So then, like, you know, thinking about, like, Isaac Asimov's, like, three laws, or, like, what if it had parameters and it was, like, you have to say, or what if you just have to serve humanity and you have to make them as happy as possible? what it would probably do is be like where uh, you know it'd scan our brains and be like at what point how do i like quantify happiness it'd be like dopamine release and it'd be like the biggest dopamine release is like shooting intravenous meth and like orgasming and it'd be like well i have to keep them safe so i can't give them drugs because those drugs can kill them so it'd be like you know it would reach the end conclusion of like everyone needs to fuck <laughs> and, it <would> just <laughs> and it would be like oh my god it's like now we never saw coming and it was, I gotta watch this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it, it was brilliant. It was about yeah, like, it was about like, horny AI and UFOs. It was a it was a real uh, highbrow conversation. It was an intellectual debate. <laughs> um, I like it, man. Yeah. How do you feel about aliens? I fucking hope they're real. 
You hope they're real. Yeah. Um, but like educated guess. Educated guess. That there's no way that there's no way there isn't intelligent life in the universe aside from us. There's it's just this but is just numbers. Intelligent. Intelligence a huge limiter on that. Yeah. Well, you know, life definitely. I mean, yeah. But I think if we can exist, why can't we exist somewhere else? I mean, sure. I'm yeah, sure there's infinite. You know, infinite worlds where some primitive, you know, bacteria, some single-celled shit arises. Um, yeah. Uh, whether or not it becomes intelligent, I mean, it doesn't matter how small the percentage is. When you're looking at hundreds of trillions of galaxies, each with hundreds of billions of stars, it it doesn't matter because you're multiplying the number by such a massive yeah. place of potential worlds or a, such a massive number of potential worlds, it doesn't matter what decimal point you you get to. Like, oh, there's only a, uh, a one in nine billion chance intelligence life. And it's like, <laughs> multiply that just in the Milky Way. And it's like, there's like 90. Yeah. So I think they definitely exist. And I think they exist. And if they're advanced, this is uh, an analogy or explanation I always use is like, do you ever look at like retro futurism? Like, yeah. what people in the yeah. 1900s thought 2000 was going to look like and it's always wildly incorrect because it's their technology at the time extrapolated to an extreme so it's like everyone will have a personal blimp trains everywhere you know and it's like <laughs> you know and it's but it's shit they never could have seen like wi-fi or space travel you know and it's yeah. like there will be big blimps everywhere and you know massive boats and sails and it's like people will have wings like you know it's like stupid shit like that i always think like if we can see how wildly incorrect the, and then you know look at our prediction from 1980 to what they think 2020 is going to be it's a lot closer to reality so the farther away you go farther into the past you go and predict what the future will be like the more incorrect it is you know in the future there will be big floaty machines like you know like it's like the 1800s guy with the mustache it's like they didn't see the iPad. You go come to the 1980s and they started predicting touchscreens. So where I'm getting at is if we're predicting alien technology and we think of like anti-gravity saucers or matter manipulation, that makes sense in the same way that 1980s predictions are kind of accurate for 2020. But what happens when they're more than 40 years? What about when it's the 1900s guy making a prediction about 2020? Well, that's still only 100 years. What about when it's someone from 10,000 years ago predicting 2020? You know, yeah. the caveman, it's, you know, here's fire. What's the future going to be like? Maybe more fire? And it's like, no, there's going to be Wi-Fi. And there's going to be cattle and yeah, the, fire. Yeah, there's going to be seatback telephones on your international flight. Oh, you don't know what flight is? Oh, you don't. Oh, you don't know what a telephone is. Oh, you don't even have. You don't have language. You don't know what I'm saying. It's you know. You can't understand why I don't have hair on my face. Oh, we shave. Oh, you don't know what shaving is yet. Okay, so it's like you don't know why my teeth are like not you know destroyed. Like, so it gets to such a far level of you basically can't even. It's just it's outside the box. You can't imagine it. Yeah. That I think whatever our thoughts of aliens are. Once you get to thousands and years and millions, our ideas don't matter. When we're like, well, how would they get here? Well, that's because we see the speed of light as the cosmic speed limit. Just like at one time we saw the Earth being flat. Or, you know, yeah. what was it, 47, 49, when Chucky Yeager broke the sound, bar uh, sound barrier? We were worried that he was just going to die, you know? 
at, 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 a, at the Trinity or at Trinity nuclear bomb site in Alamogordo, New Mexico, and we detonated the first nuke, there was fucking, they were pulling straws on, you know, they were betting on, will it ignite the atmosphere of the earth? I mean, we didn't fucking know what was going to happen. And it was just and like, I like how they pulled the trigger on it, just too. They're like, let's it. just... Well, <laughs> if it doesn't do it, then you're going to lose to the Japs. So, fire, you know? And it's... But that's that's how that's just how insane it is, you know? Even Bill Gates saying no one will ever need more than 648 kilobytes of memory. I mean, and that guy's still alive. So, it's, you go so far back that it starts to become... You're pretty much looking at, like, multi... You're looking at, like, single-cell organisms trying to predict astrophysics. It just doesn't... So I think yeah. whatever they are, even us thinking about, you know, well, there are enough planets in one galaxy that multiply it by a percentage of life probability, then they have to. I think that could be as incorrect as, you know, in the future, there will be personal blimps for everyone. Like, you know, there will be radio phones in all buildings. Like, it could be, there could be realms of physics that we can't even comprehend. It's, yeah. that could be as invisible to us as, you know, uh, uh, slivers of the electromagnetic spectrum that we can't see without special uh, sensors, you know, I IR, X-ray, or fucking gamma. Like, it could just, like, there's an equal problem. They could be so far advanced. They could, be, where time and space isn't even a thing. It's just like, oh, oh, they thought we couldn't get there because of, they'd be like, <laughs> They'd be like going back to the 1500s and then being like, "Do you, what do you think the future is going to be like? We're like, well, we know that, you know, there will never be white men on that side of the world because you would you would fall off the earth. They'd be like, well, of course, you'd fall off the earth. So, you know, we can't get over there. But, you know, and we're like, what the, f and now we're like, wait, what? No, you just go around. But that, it, that's such common sense to us. But it yeah. was refuted by the, 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 the sharpest minds of the day back then that, us right now just like well we all agree that they couldn't go past the speed of light the distances are far too great trillions trillions of miles and you know nuclear propulsion and what what energy would it could be so wrong to them like i think that they're they could be so advanced that time and space mean nothing that they could be sitting right here in a form that we i mean what's the vast majority of the universe dark matter and dark energy we call it that because that's just it sounds a lot better than don't saying we don't fucking know what it is we don't know what like 90 percent of the universe is who's to say that they don't exist here just like coronavirus can exist and we can't see it, just like germs exist and you don't see it until you look at them through a microscope, they could yeah. exist in a form that they could be right here, right now. They could be in this room. So to answer your question in a less of a crazy rant, yeah, I think they exist and I think that they are they might as well be gods because it's that far from us. <laughs> I like it. I, think, I mean, that was a good, that was a good point. <laughs> Did you get any water after that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like old, it's like old school. What happened? I blacked out. That was no, no, no. I think that's yeah. very. Insane. I've never actually thought about it in that capacity. So I appreciate the insight. <laughs> I was just going to see where that went. Yeah, I mean, I it just, went somewhere. You were just throwing some shit at the wall, see if this idiot would take it, take the bait. Dude, you fucking demolished the wall. Yeah. You ran full speed <laughs> yeah, dude, into I, the wall. Yeah, dude. I, uh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man? Well, you know, As someone that's worked at NASA, what do you think? I 
think it's going to be cool because I think we're less less into like intelligent life, but I think um, there's going to be some wild milestones of discovering actual alien confirmed somewhere else life somewhere else that we know isn't on earth hmm. i think that that'll happen in our lifetime you do. um which is awesome i mean they've been getting just dangerously and dangerously close to it on mars right hmm. being like oh this used to be water and now they've detected liquid water under the ice caps of mars um and i think it's really funny because there there's some scientists at uh georgia tech that proposed to a lot of big NASA missions and it's really funny hearing from them about stuff like imagine a sailboat on some moon somewhere where you have these big methane oceans or you yeah. have these big underwater oceans and people are doing like the satellites and uh, rovers that are like jellyfish or like actual sailboats that will be buoyant in methane Jesus. but um I think if there's water under the ice caps of Mars, which is what the satellite data has been telling us, I think if we can get there, and that's the closest one we can reach, I think we'll definitely find life in some form on Mars. And that being said, on um, Europa too, Europa is mm. the, the big ice moon with the huge under ice ocean. It's just a big ocean planet. Um, there's, I mean, if it's active, like you're getting volcanic venting on the floor of the planet there's got to be all you need is water and a little bit of oxygen of some sort or maybe even not but mostly just water and heat yeah is all you need you're brewing baby get, soup get that soup going <laughs> it's it almost yeah it almost seems like just it just it's gonna go it's like yeah you get you get heat motion fluid and just like a smattering of fucking different elements it almost yeah, seems dude, like it's, it's just a matter of it's time gotta, but it's has, gotta has, so has i think initial, it's, has the first one form that's the question how does the first yeah is it just time i think uh i think it's exciting though because it's all within our solar system right like luckily there's places in our solar system where we can be like oh maybe there is because it's absolutely wild that there's even that number of bodies where we can be like maybe there's something there in like our neighborhood because everything else is so astronomically far away it's like well we'd never be able to feel i think space travel would be a lot less interesting to people or maybe more interesting but less funded <laughs> if the nearest thing we could go to wasn't uh, i mean mars two month journey and that's like hardcore astrophysics you're really taking advantage of some stuff if you're just clean beaming for another planet like you are years and years and yeah. years and years and years and years, how, like decades millennium how far would it take to get to just jupiter jupiter even at like the closest is there such thing as like the mars window for jupiter yeah like i mean jupiter so there's window? there's stuff like that when you're when you're starting to go to the outer solar system you start taking advantage of gravity assist slingshots yeah, so you start swinging by Mars, you'll come back, swing by Earth, maybe you'll swing by Mercury, Venus, the Sun, whatever. Uh, well, you won't swing by the Sun, because that's the focus, but um, you'll be swinging by planets, and it'll take, like, a few years to get there. I think a lot of missions take uh, around five to seven-ish years. How? And that's, like, that's to get there, right? That's, yeah. 
so Jupiter and Saturn, I mean, Jupiter's right after Mars, right? I think maybe I worked at NASA, trust me, but, <laughs> but it's still so far away. And then, uh, how far is Pluto? I have a buddy who does. How far away is what? Pluto. Cause we just had new horizons there, right? How long? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's find this out. Yeah. Let's, let's... You got a computer in front of you. Let's... Yeah. I got all. How far away is so we are we're one AU away from the sun, which yeah. is about one point five times ten to the eighth. Isn't that that seems like it's so weird? It's just a coincidence that we happen to be one AU away. I, who invented this system? Yeah, yeah. It's, I always love that when it's like, isn't that crazy that we're like the idea of like that we're just in the right zone for life to form, and it's like, well, if there was no life formed, there'd be no life formed to be posing the question of, isn't this odd? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But um, we're New one AU away, which is I think 150 million or 1.5 or what is it 15 million kilometers away from the sun. Pluto is 40 times the distance that we are away from the sun. Launched in 2006, New Horizon is the fastest spacecraft to ever leave Earth. It crossed the orbit of Jupiter. Blah blah blah. But it still took 9.5 years to reach Pluto. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a fat amount of time. So that's like, I mean, you have Voyager, right? And you know the Oort cloud. There's this yeah, big, yeah. ominous cloud of just, just dark ashes. Of just shit. Nothing. Non-reflective and shit. Even going as fast as like New Horizons and Voyager to get to escape the Oort cloud, which is the end of the influence of the sun and the sun's uh, trying to think of what it is. It's like essentially, it's it's weird to think about, but the solar system is moving right, yeah. really, really fast through all this stuff, and so um, there's like this shock that yeah. the sun and the solar system make yeah and so it's like this kind of um this okay. like magnetic tail of the sun okay but to to escape the Oort cloud outside of all the dust and the influence of the sun and go in the speed of voyager which is like up until new horizons the fastest spacecraft takes something like 30 or fifty-six thousand years that's just to get out of our solar system and that's just to get and that's like the fastest thing that's ever moved that humans have made ever like that's <laughs> We shot, yeah, and we shot, what, Voyager, what, 72? Yeah, I mean, so Voyager was a little different because it did a fair amount. It's called a grand tour. You do all these uh, flybys to pick up speed and then also to just visit planets. So it went Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 did grand tours, separate grand tours. So they all did some crazy orbital dynamics and mechanics to figure out how can we visit every single planet, essentially. Um and then they didn't really care how fast it got flung out beyond that because they were just like, they wanted to take pictures of things we'd, they'd never seen before. Yeah. Uh, at high resolution. But yeah, like 56,000 years to get out of the York cloud. And then you're able to say, all right, where's the next solar system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and, not, that's not to get to the next solar system. That's to leave this one. Wait, let's see. Closest. What's our closest What's star? Proxima Centauri, Alpha Centauri. It's 4.3 light years. Alpha Centauri. 4.3 light years away from earth yeah yeah it's... so you know that would imagine you're not going like 10 to the negative 10 slower than the speed of light <laughs> so 
what if this is one thing I always thought of is like if I ever make like a ton of money and just because it seems like charities are so corrupt and even leaving shit after it seems like it always gets trickled down to just people just kind of absorb it I've always thought what of, are I you mean, trying to say if I, <laughs> where are you getting that with this buddy where are you getting that is this buckaroo um, I've always thought that I would it's actually perfect that I met you because I've, I've always just always thought I would make a, I would make like a spacecraft just to fling out as fast as possible and I would I just have it like shooting back images and also just beaming back memes and one thing i thought of was like i would get something and it wouldn't it wouldn't be doing a grand tour it wouldn't be like well let's try to get some pictures its sole purpose would be how fast can we accelerate it literally it'd be like are we playing baseball like no we just want to see how far we can throw the ball why why not (laughs) like you know we got to go to the top of the mountain we got to go to the top of the hill you know it's like when you're a kid and you throw a rock down a can you're like you just why because like I just want to see how far we can fucking throw something, and it would be. That'd be interesting. I mean, that'd if, be really interesting. If 1972 technology can, can, it's pretty much. It's only got so much time left on its like uh, power producing systems, right? They've shut down almost everything. If it's not yeah, already it's, completely shut down. So it's spinning on like a radio. It's yeah. a radio thermal generator, right? Yeah. RTGs, which is funny. They're a little less common now. Um, because they're like, wait a second, if these rockets blow up, we're setting off a nuke. Yeah. And then everyone's like, huh. But they 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 used to put them on the Mars rovers. I'm not sure if the current one still does that. Mm-hmm. I think it might. Um, but they had a couple RTGs, and so you literally have this nuclear fusion just so giving you forever. the power. Because they're, they're so far away from the sun. Like, what people don't realize yeah. is that solar panels are awesome when you're around earth because earth is like relatively extremely close to the sun yeah when you're when you're out at mars um you need something like three times as big it's not, it's to not get linear. the same amount of power that it's you're not getting a linear drop in power right yeah so it's like a square law so yeah. the further you get away it's a math but yeah I mean, you're you're at Mars. You're at the next closest planet, and it's about three, two and a half, three times the size of the solar panels. You need to generate the same amount of power. Like, and then you're imagining these things at Pluto. They're like, oh, okay. You need something the size of a football field to give you the same power that my cell phone photo yeah. like yeah. cell can it's, get. Because you're going to get to a point where the sun is going to be no more, no brighter than other stars in the night sky. Yeah. And how much you don't run solar panels at night? Yeah cook it with crisco and uranium yeah you just, <laughs> you just start like you're so far away though it doesn't matter there's no environmental protection agency it's like you can fucking do anything you can start melting lead you can start shooting out whatever I'm like, dude you're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> like it doesn't matter what the yeah. byproducts are fucking the but byproducts the, can the be issue the yeah. issue is getting it off earth yeah right because i mean actually it's funny that you mentioned the environmental protection thing elon musk got fined because of his tesla in space when he launched starman yeah. the astronaut and I just can... shot it it's in an it's in an orbit around the sun right and i think it's near mars orbit but um there's things that nasa does as a federal agency uh called planetary protection yeah and then also contamination control where it's like well you're not really supposed to launch a whole lot of things without a plan to move them to a graveyard orbit or mitigate like damage by years. having them re-enter. Yeah. And so 
although it's this astronomically small probability of anyone ever getting clonked by his roadster in space people were like you can't you can't just keep doing that yeah press it no i get that space drunk but if you because... go like past pluto i don't think anyone would give that's what i mean no. that's what i mean no i get the space drunk argument because i mean accessory to war by neil degrasse tyson i mean it talks about how like if you were to be a modern uh power today in the world it's like space is your backbone um yeah so i get that so yeah because you can't set I a think... precedent for that yeah you know about like the space space warfare going on not really but it's um i was reading up about laws that have to deal with how warfare can be uh performed in the domain of space yeah i bet we have not followed those at all and it is hilarious because you're not allowed to use the like traditional kinetic warfare which is like bullets right and so you use lasers which are sick (laughs) (laughs) big fan big fan of lasers dude i'm freaking working at the air force uh directed energy is what they call like radio and laser people directed energy directorate there are some dudes who are stoked like you see that mug of coffee it's like i could heat that up to boiling from five miles away with this and i'm just like don't point it anywhere (laughs) but then they put those things in space and you can just cook stuff and then on top of that you have all these how people establish themselves as a space power china's done it russia's done it u.s has done it and i think india's done it now a satellite (laughs) You just gotta slam them into each other. It's yeah. illegal to do them to other people's, yeah. but you just yeah, it's 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 a rite of passage. It's like hazing in a fraternity. It's like all right, bro, it is. You gotta fuck the goat. You gotta go blow up a satellite, and then you're one of the boys. <laughs> hey, what were you in a fraternity? Huh? I didn't. You said that. Um, but yeah, no, it, it does seem like that's like the flex nuts you gotta do is go blow up a satellite. I think it's gonna end up getting rewritten because. While space trash isn't great, it's not a huge issue. But if we keep doing that, like if every mom, like every country, Zimbabwe, whatever, is just blowing stuff yeah. up in space, people are going to be like, wait, stop. Yeah, what it's, the fuck? Yeah. it's going to turn into Wally where it's yeah. just trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you think, do you think, well, I don't want to get distracted. I was going to say, do you think they're, they're ever going to privatize cleaning up space junk? Oh, 100. I think there are companies already doing it. They're not. They're not. Um, thinking of like oil spills, to... but in space, just like the big skimmers. There's there's garbage companies, or use like space energy. garbage companies. Use directed energy. There are. <laughs> so what they do is they 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 do optical detection of trash right in uh-huh. space, and they have. Um, there's this one company called Surrey Technologies out of the UK. There's another company out of. I think it's an American company that did it too. But you you go up, you detect the trash, you shoot a harpoon at it, you can reel it in, or you can shoot like this net at it that captures it, and then it just brings it to this disposal orbit. And I think the first person or the first company that can do that well is going to make so much money. Yeah. Yeah. They're, because, I mean, it's, it is an issue, right? You get... Um, like micro impacts on the ISS that break things and they break satellites. You get satellites that go defunct and like can't get out or start moving around on their own free will. There was a, one of the satellites I think built by Intel sat or Viasat 
which is um, like an internet provider and TV dish mm-hmm. sort of uh, satellite company. They have this satellite out in like geosynchronous orbit, so it's pretty far away. Um, if you don't yeah, know the different it's, levels it's of orbit, thirty-six thousand five hundred miles, right? Space stations at two hundred and twenty for for comparison. Thirty-six thousand. I think it's kilometers, but space station, yeah, is at like 400, 500 kilometers. Sorry, yeah. I. Everyone does space stuff in kilometers. There are yeah. miles in space. Yeah, it I use American units. <laughs> Can't tell, bro. I, but um, they had this. They had this anomaly. I think caused by radiation, where the satellite just started freaking out. They couldn't command it. It started doing its own thing. They called it zombie sat because it, it died Naturally. something reignited it it came back to life it started broadcasting it started moving and they were just like ah what do we do with that because there isn't a whole lot of stuff that high up that can deal with that yeah. because most things are in the iss orbit or the typical range of like a couple hundred kilometers and mm-hmm. miles off the ground yeah so i think anyone who can go to space and do it cheaply and easily and reusable like gonna make bank and i think it's just a matter of time the reason it's not being pursued is because you have these companies that do space stuff and there aren't a ton of grants where people are like oh prove space cleanup tech it has to become a bigger issue before anyone starts throwing big money at of course. it yeah it's so i think that's what will happen well i've thought about how like you know a big thing is going to be instead of sending like you know kind of like cubesats how they unfold but you put them in a little fucking square instead of building these like massive like space stations and orbits eventually we're gonna get to a point where we're just shooting up like like blocks of raw material that you would use for 3d printers and then you throw up the 3d printer yeah. and then you just beam up the schematics which just exist as electrons ones and zeros and then you build it so instead of sending up this big space station you could send up you know a couple instead of like the roadster you would just send up a couple almost just like shells of like that's plastic that's steel whatever you know and then you plug them into the big printer and so why not recycle space junk why not get all of it and then almost try to like melt it down into 3d printer fuel i think that that could be smart um the power needed to do the melting might be intense but i think i mean it would it would just come down to is it profitable like it might take a lot of power but we could make a hundred billion dollars like okay do it i just don't think right now there's money there but there's there is money in 3d printing in space it's like premature enough to where nasa and the government are like hey if you you can do it like here's some money Hmm. um there's a company called Made in Space where they have booms on the ISS, yeah. uh, International Space Station, where they are 3D printing things and then just attaching them and like continuing to do that. Oh shit! So, um, well, that guy Bigelow. And there's also there's also some research where they're just sending up components of satellites and then building them in space because the hardest part about sending something to space is oh, can it survive the launch? Yeah, yeah. So if you just send up the components without the satellite package and then just Assemble like three D print something and mesh them together, well, it's like, I mean you're not gonna. There's no force in space to bump it around. Exactly, like, you're fine. Not only that, it's there's, you know, you don't. Well, I had like a Lego city in my bedroom till I was literally like seventeen. I didn't grow up. I had a massive city, dude. I had fucking skyscrapers and shit. I never stopped. Um, again going all out there was no like let's build some cars i was like if we're not building metropolis i'm not fucking playing (laughs) like i literally got a job and like saved up money and ordered like 
I would order just like bulk pieces. I didn't even order like the sets. I would just order like pounds of like blocks. But when you order something, let's say you ordered like one of the things I had was the Statue of Liberty. It doesn't get shipped to you as the Statue of Liberty. You get a box full of pieces because it's a lot easier to ship it. And yeah. even if you could ship the whole thing, you would probably break in transit. Plus, the same yeah. thing. You send up pieces. Oh, that, may, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So you're sending pieces to space rather than sending mm-hmm. a constructed thing. So what if all the Lego pieces you could just say are space junk? Because it's all fucking like metal and shit. I think that could happen. I think that, that would be a good way to do it. I think that's when we talk about like reusing stuff it's really expensive for launches and it's really expensive to keep pumping out satellites so if you can keep something in orbit that just goes collects them gives them to someone goes collects them gives them to someone well then i think that that would be more profitable because elon's big thing is about being reusable so you land them what if you could still be reusable but not have to land them is reusable if we land on mars we want to be able to move yeah (laughs) that's where the reusability comes in that's true but i mean you could still be reusable but instead yeah, yeah. of landing in the ocean just be like put it in orbit you know put all the boosters and you know the empty gas tanks and shit for sure yeah i gotta pee i gotta pee again no thanks i'm probably gonna give it like another few yeah <laughs> bam um so yeah because no one's ever launched something just to see how far it can go and it makes sense because well there's always got to be you know who's funding it there's got to be a reason behind it we got to get some scientific data back yeah so i would it would be a private launch and it would just be nope there's no grants there's no one can be like you're wasting taxpayer money nope this is my money and it would just be how would you go about that would you like slingshot is there just purely for yeah. how yeah. i don't even care what direction it goes we're not even going to a specific direction. it can be 360 yeah, yeah. in both axes just like find whatever slingshot compounded combo just i don't give a fuck where it goes and just i think um not even to a specific star just wing it there is there is uh i think the method you would do is you you'd launch from earth right and you just want to not use any fuel so you would go you'd slingshot you'd go and you'd slingshot and you'd keep slingshotting and you'd be pushing the way that orbits work right is it's like an ellipse you have one focus here and another focus and so the one focus is the sun mm-hmm. so you're going around and as you slingshot the orbit kind of like turns around the sun but it mm-hmm. also lengthen and so um you'd keep lengthening it and just stretching it and doing more and more slingshots until i mean you got to a, like an escape velocity but in your sense you'd want to do the fastest escape velocity yes. of the solar system yes. possible. So I think, I mean, honestly, I can look into that. That sounds yeah. kind of fun. I think we should toy with that. Like, remove the barriers of, like, there doesn't have to be, I mean, there will be data. Like, we're going to get data coming back from it. There's, you know, there's the, yeah, was it the helio shock or helio pause? Like, there is, yeah, there is, is. there's interstellar winds. Like, there are things that would you get from it. It just, I want to take off the sort of red tape, if you will, of, like, it's got to go by Jupiter because we got to get these pictures. We got to do this. And we, and we want to send it towards that star. Like, what if you removed all those parameters of just... And you just banged it. Just, just, I don't give a fuck what it sends back. I don't give a fuck what it's carrying. We can put those gold plates on it. We don't have to. I don't give a shit. 
It doesn't have to, we're not, we don't have to shoot it at Alpha Centauri. We don't even have to shoot it in the plane of the Milky Way. We can shoot it fucking out of it. I don't care. Just if you made your only parameters, how fast. And I'd want it to be leaving the solar system with, or not the solar system. I want it to be finished slingshotting. How Could you think that you could finish your slingshots within like a decade? Or do you think yeah. you'd have to go longer than that? Yeah. Yeah. I want it on its like final like and then yeah I want to use no fuel doing that but I would want it to have some fuel and I'd want to just have like the most efficient like xenon ion thruster something that's so just I like think just something that can burn for like a hundred years what you'd want to do is you do all your slingshots and that's pretty fuel efficient just with like yeah. trajectory correction on the way to each planet right yeah. that you're slingshotting and then you would literally just ascent. You'd want to launch like a satellite with a radio and all the core stuff, but really as big of a fuel thing as you can, just so you can just yeah keep picking up speed forever. I'd literally want to have like a camera. We don't even have to send back like Hubble quality pictures. Just like yeah, just de- like good disposable. Decent. Yeah, well, not not disposable. You shithead. Um, just like you know, but you know, a decent. It doesn't need to be like. Not to the point where it's going to be like a weight priority, just like yeah. a camera. So you get radio, super minimal instruments. Yeah, and you just have a ton I'd want redundancy because like... it can't have the shit turning off when it's a trillion miles away. Redundancy. Yeah. Nuclear power. And, and then a huge propellant. Xenon. Th- yeah, xenon uh, ion. Something that's just slowly accelerating nonstop. For like, I want it to go past my lifetime, and just yeah, I mean. Who knows what you could discover if you actually just said, like, let's see what the fuck happens. Like, but it'd be nuts. What if you could also throw what some, like, hit a wall? Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it, like, knocked down, like, the movie set, like, the Truman Show. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, that's. Tell people, first thing you learn in aerospace engineering is how to key out a green screen that looks like the moon. <laughs> first thing you learn. Yeah, dude, you got it. It's, I would, would you, see, if you launch this thing, would you, like, would you throw a couple CubeSats on it? I mean, you could. You don't, it's really what you want to do with it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. CubeSats themselves aren't going to be able to propel themselves very far. Very oh, no, fast. I wouldn't put any propellant on it. It would just be, like, kind of throw them in different directions. So it's almost like a shotgun scatter into the void. Yeah, so what you, what you could do, and this is um, a pretty fancy thing of research going on these days people like money and doing this is um they did it with the inspire mars mission where you have like the cubesats that fly by it but what they want to do is you want to they're still doing it with cubesats but you have this like mother cubesat and then a swarm Hmm. and then they can have better instruments and a weaker radio and then the radio communicates to the mother mother communicates down to earth and so you can you can eject CubeSats wherever, and they do whatever, but then they communicate to you because okay. they're super tiny and low power. Yeah, they just got to shoot back to the mothership. And then it goes back to the mothership, goes back to Earth. And so that's what that's what you could do. Yeah, you could totally do that. I've wondered, because to like the best ground-based telescopes are obviously just like, those, like that 500-meter one in like China or something. They're just insane. <laughs> But have yeah. it, one thing they've done, hasn't they? They've made like arrays where you can almost get the same image. Yeah, synthetic aperture. 
could you do that with like CubeSats and you could have a synthetic aperture, but you're out in the middle of nowhere. So you could literally have a synthetic aperture like five miles wide. So that's, that's, um, kilometers, sorry. That's the research lab that I work in at Georgia Tech or that I worked in, um, is working on one of the first CubeSat missions to try doing something like that, but for optics. So, um, you could do this huge, essentially like a radio array, a radio telescope array with CubeSats and people have hypothesized doing that. But, um, the problem becomes you need to keep them in place to like the nanometer, right? But there's a mission being done at, uh, Georgia tech called visors. And what it is, is like, essentially when you have telescopes, telescopes in space are limited because you have to make something so long. There has to be a focal plane. Mm -hmm. So you have your lens, you have your reflector, you have your focal plane that it like reflects back to and hits. So what they're trying to do with three CubeSats is do this formation flying thing where you have three CubeSats in the line. The first one is like a big lens. It goes and then they all line up perfectly right oh shit and they're they're like a certain distance apart like i think 50 meters apart each so you're essentially launching three cubesats for cheap that's doing the highest quality optical imaging of the sun that's ever been done because you have an 100 meter telescope because you line them all up perfectly and they all take data at the same time yeah that's what i'm saying i wonder if you could do some sort of synthetic shit so once you get to like you could totally yeah once you get to like you know, fucking like 10 times the distance from Pluto, you could send back some like insane data, but it'll all be about, yeah. and, it wouldn't, and it wouldn't even be about saving costs. It would all be about how fast can we get it going? So I'd want the smallest, lightest, most durable, long powered thing, but I'd literally have it put on top of like, like a Falcon heavy or whatever the future is of that. I'd like, I'd want this yeah. thing blistering. I'd want this thing fucking like a fucking goddamn just like a fastball with just some spice on it just like zing it like i want this thing to go insane and i and yeah would and would ion thrusters be the way to go because then i just want it to continue because as, as yeah, we've yeah, talked these about these days you just keep burning them just, just burn them forever and it would just because i don't want it to just be finished after the uh, the slingshots I oh want no, to, definitely I want to keep not cooking. you gotta cook it dude yeah you gotta... like we've talked about <laughs> It, it, it gotta go balls to the wall or i don't want to do it i want this thing to yeah, just why why go to every planet when you can get 10 percent the speed of light exactly. if you just keep on chugging? exactly i'd do that and i'd want to almost spit in the face of every serious satellite mission because i would name it it would be it would be meme sat and and i'd i would, <laughs> I would, I would, i'd have you spearheading it and it would just be and every like whatever 10th image would just be like you know It'd be like Pepe, or it'd be like fucking me and the me and the boys going past the helio shock, like you know, <laughs> like. But that's what it would be, and I would for, and we'd be getting these messages for eternity. <laughs> so long after Dude. we're dead, it'd still be like big chungus coming down, and it'd be like twenty two hundred A.D. and they'd be like, it's what like the, the golden fuck is... record. Yeah, but... yeah, but fuck the golden record because golden record doesn't send shit. Beats. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would be. I'm down. Let's do it. Dude, I, that's yeah. No, but I've thought about that because I guarantee you doing it for just fun and seeing how fast we would inadvertently make a massive discovery because the biggest discoveries yeah. always come by accident. Yeah. So, and the only way to make an accident 
that no one else has made is go somewhere where no one else has gone as far away as we can. So Yeah, dude. We'll scream through space so fast that something bad will happen. I want to th- I want this to set off an interstellar war. I want this to wipe out a planet and then be like that was shots fired and us be like, What? <laughs> like Literally, we will inadvertently that's, destroy that's, the earth. That's the proverbial baseball that someone hit and that went through the neighbor's window. <laughs> yeah. The UFOs will come and it'll be like, You what? like you wiped out our home planet and be like, What do you mean? Like meme sat? It's the last thing we saw before it struck through the core of our planet at at forty four percent the speed of light. Like, oh Jesus. What would be great, it goes so fast and hits some random thing so hard as it just opens a black hole. And just or not only that, it would just we would see the flash. <laughs> like we would just the, from it, Earth, another just sun. The, just we would just see the impact. Sky. Yeah, it would. That would be the fucking, and just like fucking supernovas and uh, and solar eclipses were like the basis of religious events. That would inspire some other distant, like you know, <laughs> the cross in the sky. Like it'd be like that was meme set. But it would, yeah, it'd be meme, yeah. But I literally I'd make them address it as like meme sat sixty nine or something. Like, dude, I'm down. We'll probably have sixty nine up there soon enough. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then the sixty ninth can be big, the big, big Mac Daddy, dude. I'll take out. <laughs> you one. know what it has to have. Mortgages. You know what it has to have. It's got to have the face has to be painted with Sonic, and the back has to be the butt cheeks. <laughs> We've gone full circle. You don't even know how fast I can go. Don't underestimate how fast. We're gonna get don't this, dude. We're gonna get this fucker going at a, a, I want it to be going at least five percent the speed of light before I die. All right, we'll do it. All right, we'll bro. do it. All right, well, I'll, I'll let you go. But uh, <laughs> that's a good note to end well, on. Yeah, I like no, but for Sonic getting tied back in. Oh well, yeah, dude. It's all about closure. Let's um, well, let's uh, let's uh let's have another podcast because I legitimately want to do another. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I'll do some yeah, research. Dude, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm next Friday works for me, man. I'm all right. Let me fucking trapped inside as always. Well, yeah. Well, so am I because I'm also on Earth, so I know about the whole coronavirus thing. Uh, I have someone the next. Corona what? I don't know. I have someone next Friday. <laughs> I have Thursday or Saturday. Let's do Thursday. Though. I could see it's Friday the best. I could see if I could bump that guy. No, I'm, no, no. I'm not that important. Let's do Thursday. Thursday's good. Dude. I'm a kid. I'm a child. Okay. I'm, I don't care. All right. Meme set. Do what time? Anytime after two uh, p.m. I'm fine. I don't. We don't. It doesn't have to be two. It's just anytime after two. Yeah. Let's do like four. Let's call it four. That's sweet. Yeah. Meme set. Yeah. Heck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna do some research on uh on slingshot. Interstellar. And, yeah. Fucking slingshot. Fuck yeah. You never underestimate how fast I can go. That's what it'll say. We'll have it relay that meme, In like that Morse video code. back down to oh. Earth as it passes Pluto. People don't know how fast I can go. I never underestimate how fast I can go. That will be the screaming last voice of Earth as we're, as we're devoured by coronavirus. Our last voice will just be sonic butt cheeks just booking it at a tenth the speed of light. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> all right, dude. I'll see you, man. All right, good all right. <laughs> Peace, dude. Take care. Yeah. Peace.